Okay, all right. Hello, and welcome to episode 92 of Flicks in the Six. I'm one of your hosts, Anthony Costanzo, with me forever and always, the man, the myth, the cave of wonders, Alessandro Bailsi. Say hello, Al. My hamstrings hurt. <laughs> Joining us this week, <laughs> making his return to Flicks in the Six, our E3 correspondent, Brian Clown Shoes Rooney. Say hello, Papa Bruins. Uh, don't get too excited about an E3 correspondent. I am in <laughs> New Jersey, not California. They don't need to know that. <laughs> On this week's episode, we recap E3 and share some news and nuggets all before diving into our flick of the week, Aladdin. But first, Al, what are we drinking? Um, we are drinking Magnify Brewing. Sorry, I got distracted by the logo. Uh, we're drinking Magnify Brewing <laughs> 1000% Imperial India Pale Ale. It's 8% alcohol by volume. This one came in a pint. Yeah, it did. Um, this is our second Magnify on the show. Obviously, we've gone into some detail in the previous episodes that this is Anthony's, if not his favorite, amongst his top five favorite breweries. It's also fairly close to where he lives. So Brian wants to take a sip so bad. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps putting the beer so close to it. Let's let him do it. Cheers. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah, that's nice. I like that. How do you feel? Drunk. <laughs> Brian's a little bit of a lightweight. <laughs> did, did, I may got, have to drive him home later. <laughs> you, you, I will you, tow his car behind. <laughs> you got you got drunk from that like inhale as you were sipping it the was beer. The, <laughs> Brian, tell us about how you inhale drinks. <laughs> oh, what happened today? <laughs> yes. Uh, luckily, now it's going to start again. Now you make me think about it. Uh, about four hours ago, I took a breath while taking a sip of coffee, and I've been coughing ever since. <laughs> <laughs> Inhaling. Hot coffee. <laughs> Wait, so what you're telling me is we're going to record an episode of a podcast shortly after you aspirated coffee into your lungs? Well, not that short. There's like four hours ago, but I just, up until now, because I guess as I stopped thinking As far as lung it. fluid is concerned, four hours is shortly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. As far as we're talking about aspirating fluid into one's lungs, that seems like a short timeline. I'm all right. Were you, were you working with the cubits when you did that? <laughs> It's the one word that I know that's related to your job. <laughs> Not said properly, but damn it. Close enough. Hey. How was it said? Cubets. 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 Parsecs. Who the hell cares? Not me. Not me. Uh, this beer is delightful. I love, uh, as usual, I love their I love their beers. I love that you got tripped up by the logo because it is a little bit of a magic eye poster. Um, yes. Well, ju- always juicy, always delicious. No, what what I got thrown off by was not actually the, the not the um, like the pennant thing with the one thousand percent on it. Mm-hmm. Just it was actually like the the Magnify Brewing logo because I was like Magnify Brewing, and then I was ready to go back to the top where it says a thousand percent. But then my eye got drawn in by the little bit of text under Brewing, and I was wondering if it was going to say like, you know, company. And associates, something or other, and no, it just said made in New Jersey. Made in New Jersey. Which I was going to get to afterwards, but I was so thrown that I was like, you know what? Now it doesn't get mentioned the fact that it's in New Jersey. So, <laughs> yeah, you avoided that one. <laughs> not not well, but I did. I mean, temporarily. You just mentioned it <laughs> twelve times. <laughs> hey Brian, go drink some coffee, okay? How do you Ouch. go breathe some coffee? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Bru- sorry. Uh, is this is this your favorite? Magnify, or was it the cream line? That, or no, we didn't the, do the cream line. What was we the didn't one do we the did? cream line yet, but the cream line is probably my favorite of the ones that I picked up. Low visibility is the one that I, is like their go-to one for me because it's, it's more readily available and I can actually buy it around here. These ones which, I was only able to get at the brewery. Which was the one we did a few weeks ago? Um, 
silence is Man, killer banter. Yeah, I don't remember. Well, uh, I was wondering if it was... It, I saw the cream line in the fridge, because remember, I was looking through it right before we got on air. Um, it wasn't but that. I sent I you a picture. You knew what you were looking for. I'm just saying. Yeah, after I already sat down with the beer <laughs> in my hand. We have we had some trouble. Semantics. Better late than never. That's the one. <laughs> oh. Better latte than never. Because of the... the, the <laughs> I should have remembered because you loved the heart. title of that episode, <laughs> The Galaxy Quest. It was, it, it was Better great. late than never. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I was wondering because that one had the lactic acid yep. or the lactose, whatever, in it. Um, mm-hmm. And this, But then the other one said it's cream line, so I guess they did yeah. more than one with the... Yeah, they do. I don't know. This, Brian just pointed out that there's a heartbeat on the Skype call, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess the, the call is, is live, is and we're having, okay. <laughs> is he having a stroke from the coffee? <laughs> he may be. He may be. Uh, no, Cream Line, I think, is my favorite, so we'll have to hold off on that one for like a really, a really solid flip. I wanted to ask Brian... What is your actual taste in beer? I can't remember if we discussed it the other episode we did with you. Um, until recently, IPAs I would have rather dumped out in the street instead of drinking. Well, that's what I was curious about because I feel like I do remember you saying that that you weren't a big IPA guy, so I was surprised that you guys picked this one. Um, Anthony's like, you okay with this? And I said, yeah. So, I, I mean, I guess I really didn't pick it. Uh, however, IPAs kind of grew on me. Like whiskey. Okay. Acquired like taste. Like just, just in the past month, though? Yeah, pretty recent. <laughs> <laughs> um, since he's well, just been getting trashed at home <laughs> oh nice um well i mean if you get some really strong ipa something like this eight percent you know you could do that crush a few pints of this and you'd be sitting pretty as far as that goes but um I, no i was curious because you were really excited for this beer i was like oh maybe i had that backwards and he's a huge ipa guy and now you aspirated <laughs> the beer into your lungs fantastic <laughs> just a little bit um uh, yeah, but you feel alright with this one? This is a good one? Yeah, it's pretty good. Excellent. Excellent. I mean, I feel like all IPAs taste the same. They this don't. This is a good of the same. So anyway, this beer is uh, it's pretty cloudy. It's a very hazy IPA. Very hazy. Delightful easy. Um, it's You keep saying that. Is that their motto or no, yours? No, I just... It's just a... That's just what I like about it. I mean, he is, at, he is correct. It is a juicy IPA. Um, he, he may be overusing the term, but at least he's using it properly, unlike the Cubits. <laughs> Not to be not to be confused with cubits, which were the distance from your elbow to the 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 tip of your middle finger, right? Isn't that how they measured things in ancient Egypt? Yes, which further shouldn't be confused with Cubert. The game. I was gonna get there. (laughs) Is at this point, I would love to input the sound that he makes, but I won't be able to find that in time. I'm sure you can. I'll just go find the sound and I'll mimic it. That's how okay. we do. That's how we do sound effects, right? We we sing theme songs. We mimic well, sound I was, effects. I was gonna say, so we do theme songs. <laughs> very, very low budget here. Uh, you have one new. Let's do your one new. One new. We're gonna um, do your new, my nugget, then E three. Makes sense because we're right. we're gonna lose steam if we do E three first. Fair enough. Um. So today I saw a trailer for Doctor Sleep. I retweeted it from the spin tune account i didn't realize that they were doing a dr sleep movie are you guys familiar with dr sleep um isn't that the sequel to uh the shining isn't that what that one was it sure is brian thank you for knowing the answer to that um yes so are you familiar with the shining slash dr sleep uh i mean i read the shining when i was way too young okay Uh, that that would be traumatic the freezer (laughs) No, I didn't put it in the freezer. 
nor did I put Little Women in the freezer. The book, not actual Little Women. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why? Why would you put? Why this would you is put, a this is a Friends would reference. Put, why, I was going to say, why would you put small children or small women or books in the freezer? Why would you put either of them in the freezer? When they're, when they're scary, you put them in the freezer so they can't hurt you. Yeah. Is that a thing? From no, friends. it's friends. The, <laughs> only, the only book reference from friends... <laughs> the only book reference from friends that I can call to memory is... The vicar Joey. won't be home for hours. <laughs> yes, the vicar! <laughs> and I'm not a big friends guy. Where did guy, you learn that word? You got I'm born. Not big... <laughs> I'm not a big friends guy, but I've seen that scene and it cracks me up. Perhaps I should be sweeping the chimney. <laughs> <laughs> the oh vicar God. won't be home for hours. It was great. Um, I love that show so much. Go okay, on. so you read you read The Shining. Did either of you see The Shining? Yes. Um, bits and pieces. I never saw it in its entirety. Okay, yeah, so I've seen, like, little clips of it. Uh, but I read the book maybe five years ago. Great book. Um, from what little I know about the movie, I think they change it pretty dramatically, actually. Um, other than the basics of guy, <laughs> telekinetic son, wife, haunted at a hotel. Um, but the I think the, the nitty-gritty details, they changed pretty substantially from what I understand. I did not get around to reading Dr. Sleep, though I did kind of want to. Although I think he wrote that sequel, like, couple of years ago even though he wrote oh it's like recent i think it's a fairly recent sequel to the shining that he wrote what 50 years ago or 45 years ago whatever it was hmm. um How old but yeah he? so i saw the trailer did you, you guys were you no guys aware that this was even <laughs> no I, I did not watch the i did trailer. not see it were you even aware that they were doing it um i saw like hey watch this trailer i just didn't Okay. No, that's, I just want... Because it wasn't even on my radar. Which no, I, was, I didn't know it until I saw, like, a oh, trailer for this movie. Yeah, but. I was surprised by that. So I, I checked it out. Uh, it, it was creepy, as you as one might expect. Um, mm. But I was more curious. Uh, I didn't realize it, Ewan McGregor is playing adult Danny Torrance in this. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so it looks like it's a relatively unknown cast, at least to me. And I feel like I have a decent, you know, radar for these sorts of things. But uh, it's Ewan McGregor as Danny Torrance. Rebecca Ferguson is one of the leads. She's the one from the last two Mission Impossibles. Oh, okay. That's right. That's right. Um, Jacob Tremblay is playing... I don't know if it's going to be Flashback Danny or someone, because he doesn't have a name next to him. He's the only person in the main cast who doesn't have a character name next to him. Um, but he was the kid from the Predator movie. The recent mm-hmm. one. The the kid who's the, the main character's son who was found he also, stuff. Was he in a room? Yes. He's also in, that on, in a new movie coming up. Uh, what the hell is it called? Is Doctor it Sleep? No. Uh, <laughs> Correct. He's in something funny, though, that's coming out. Yeah, I don't no. think Doctor Sleep's funny. Can't find it. No, no one knows. No one, knows. No one can know. Uh, but anyway, I'm intrigued by this. One of these days, I, I, I know that, it, uh, that I am remiss in not having seen um, the Shining movie. I, I do want to see it one of these days, as as I've mentioned on here several times and to everyone that I've ever talked about watching things with. I keep a pretty long queue of things to watch and I do not stick strictly to the order with them. Things get shifted around on it all the time. That is somewhere deep in my queue. I do need to see it and this movie it's, is coming out in November, so I guess I'll probably see it before then. Uh, it's a shame that I didn't realize you hadn't seen it and we probably have talked about this numerous times, but uh, man, did it make Ready Player One that scene already played. Oh yeah, so that was good. awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yo, well, I mean, like I'm familiar with those big yeah. things that they pulled yeah. for it. Um, 
Although, to be to be honest, for as far as visually speaking, the reason I'm familiar with it more is because of the music video for The Kill by mm. uh, 30 Seconds to Mars, which is an incredible, incredible music video. Um, nice. But uh, have you guys you guys seen that one? I think I did. It's, it's I mean, it's old. Yeah, I mean, it's long, there's, there's a long, long time ago. Group. Probably 12 years ago. Yeah. What'd you say? Oh, that's what that was Jared Little's group. Yes, yes. Yeah. Back when they were still good. I don't even know when they were good. I don't. I don't follow Sick that stuff, so I don't know. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just they got really, really poppy after that album. But what if I wanted to break? Uh, so <laughs> I'm gonna. No, you know sorry. what? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Very no, much. that was legitimately good. It just took me a second <laughs> to actually process the words that came out of your mouth. That was that was genuinely excellent. That's the type of thing I usually do to you. Well done, sir. Well done. <laughs> All right, so I've got a nugget for you guys. Yesterday, um, I didn't sign an NDA, so I'm sure it's fine. Uh, yesterday, oh, whoa, whoa. I, went, <laughs> I went and saw the match game. I won't talk about who won of the contestants, but I went to see the match game taped live. Oh, really? And it was hysterical. So, Alec Baldwin, host of the match game. Now, the beauty of the match game is the celebrity panel that's up there. There are some gems, generally, that are on the show. And there's the the way that it's set up, if you haven't seen the show, there's six celebrity panel, uh, six celebrities on the panel, and there's two rows of them. Three on the top, three on the bottom. And uh, the top left spot is what I consider the anchor. There's usually someone who can really, who's really makes you laugh, talks a lot, is like very involved in the show when, when it's on, very funny. Uh, usually, uh, the one that has like stood out to me the most that's up in that spot is is Jack from uh, uh, Thirty Rock. He's uh, he's all he was the he's the redheaded guy from uh, Jack McBrayer. Yes, <laughs> from from uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall fame and uh, and <laughs> His role many in that is so great. many other things. And uh, he's usually up in that spot. And he's hysterical. And I was hoping that he might be there, but he wasn't. The name that was in that slot was Timothy. And I was like, I I cannot think. Of a famous Timothy that would sit in that spot. Timothy Dalton. Nope. Timothy Lennon. You're a whore, Peter. Oh. oh. Yes. So now he is wait, known... Wait, is that his name? Yes. I'm still lost. So he's known for that role in I Love You, Man, at least by he's, me. He's been in a million things. He's been in a million things. What Brian will remember him from is Joey's identical hand twin. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, uh, just stop it, was, it. It was just a really silly episode of Friends. Uh, when but they're, they're in Vegas. Man, he was having a blast. So they they are known to be drinking on that show all the time. They have alcohol. Is you can see Superbad? it on live TV. Um, I don't think so. Super bad. No, you're thinking of what's his name? Paul Latrulio. Joe. Joe Latrulio. One of those Latrulios. Maybe. <laughs> the guy who hits what Jonah Hill with the car. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's Joe Latrulio. Okay. Uh, so anyway, he he's on there, and so the way, basically, they, they warned us up front. They're like, you guys have seen the show before? And everybody was like, most people were like, yeah. They're like, this is not that show. <laughs> They're like, oh. we're taping one episode, which is two sets of contestants. You're going to be here for about three hours. <laughs> and he goes, the celebrities have been drinking all day. <laughs> he's like, they say things that we cannot air. <laughs> if you get offended easily leave <laughs> so wow. we were in it we were in it for good now and uh and yeah they went off the rails a few times and uh real fun but he is i, I 
he is hysterical. And there was a whole point when they're doing makeup, they're, they're test checking everybody's makeup, they're lining all the cameras, framing all the shots. The entire time, they're playing Ludacris. The rapper? Just, yep, in the PA system. They're just like, they have like music playing, they're trying to get everybody pumped up. And he is singing every word <laughs> and it's amazing was it at least like like move bitch or something crazy like that it was something ridiculous nice. uh now that was that was one nugget for for brian i want joey's identical hand twin was, yeah that was good one. Yeah. I, I am just gonna throw this out here though his name is tom lenin tom, oh, you're right Thomas Lennon. He screwed up his own story. Um, anyway. And he has notes in front of him. That's not... Yeah, I actually wrote his name down somewhere, but I can't... Oh, there it is. Thomas Lennon. Uh, <laughs> check that off. Uh, sorry about that. Doesn't matter. It was the taste of betrayal. You fucking whore. Fucking whore. <laughs> the other celebrity guest... Well, Caroline Ray is, always, is almost always Oh, she's it. awesome. She's fantastic. Yeah, Sabrina. Yeah, I, I well, not Sabrina, but... Sabrina's aunt. Aunt Hilda? Zelda? Zelda? Hilda? 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 One of them. One of, <laughs> one of those. I always one of the forget ants. that they're doing the match games. Still. Yeah. I've, I've right. seen clips of it, but I like I continuously forget that it's like still a thing. The whole shtick is that everything is repetitive. We're all washed up, and they really lean into it. And it's <laughs> it's it's very funny. And now like Baldwin is hysterical on it. Uh, but the person sitting next to Caroline Ray is another one of Brian's favorites. Oh, boy. Danny Tanner. No. Yeah. <laughs> I love Bob Saget. We went, so as they uh, we sat down and they had a whole bunch of names in the podiums and we we're like, who are all these people? And we started guessing who they each were and we we're like, oh man, we think we knew we think we knew who they are. And then the PAs came out and they just changed all the names. It was from the recording earlier and we we're like, well, son of a bitch. So then they replaced all the names. So it's like. Who is this Thomas? <laughs> anyway, so there was that one. A couple of other names up there. At the top level, didn't know. Bottom right, didn't know. I saw Bob, and I was like, if this is Bob Odenkirk, I'm going to lose my mind. I would have been saying, this is Bob Saget. I'm going right. to lose my and mind. you would have been right. And then Bob Saget came out, and he was gone. <laughs> quick, quick side note with Bob Saget. We went to see him live, I don't know, seven years ago, maybe. He was in Staten Island at the St. George Theater. Mm-hmm. So we go... And St. George is not a big theater. Bob Saget couldn't sell that out. So there was a lot of empty seats, especially up front. So he started his, his thing. He's going through. And he goes, you know, there's a lot of empty seats. But just move up. Like, you know, if you want to come up, move up. So this one dude darts, like, right to the front row from the back. And he, the whole show, he just made fun of that guy. Oh, nice. The whole <laughs> show. I need some material. Somebody come up front. <laughs> he, he fell right into that trap. Yeah. Like, She's that funny. guy... He just sprinted to the front. And, like, Bob Sag was just staring at him. He's like, you, you, you fucking went for it. And then just every hey, joke right back at that guy. Might as well awesome. shoot your nice. shot, right? Nice. But it's funny, you know, you said the whole thing, oh, Bob Sag, I would have lost my shit. I would have lost my shit if it was Bob Odenkirk. Yep, because same. Anthony knows how much I love him and his work, whether it be uh, as Saul in either of the shows, um, whether it be... Him with David Cross in either oh Mr. God. Show or with Bob and David. That dude cracks me up. He's I didn't know who that was until you said both shows and, and Saul. Now, yeah. I, I still don't really know who he is, but I put it together. Yeah, if, you, if you've seen him, you would recognize him. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman from the Breaking Bad universe. Yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, it's well, the funny thing is it probably couldn't have been him because uh, apparently he didn't drink for like 20 years or something like that. Hmm. I just remember reading something a few months ago where he went on Drunk History on Comedy Central. I loved that show. And he talked about 
like they invited him to do it. And he's like, oh, like that's cool. Like I would love to do it. He goes, but like I haven't drank since like my kids were born. Like for whatever reason, he just swore off drinking. He's like, I didn't have a problem. I just I literally had hmm. not drunk. So he was talking about like it was a lot of fun doing it, but like I was super nervous going into doing the show. He was like, I literally haven't drank in like seventeen years or something. <laughs> like that. Are they really drunk on Drunk History? Uh, I guess so. I would, yeah, I, would assume I just assumed there. it was all fake. I, I don't know, because he talked about how he had a lot of anxiety before going on and doing the show. So That's pretty funny. That show's great. I learned a lot of history in that show. I've, I've always heard about it, heard from folks about it, and I've never ever checked it out. I've caught it's it hit and miss. when... Okay. I've caught it where like I've turned the TV on, and the last thing I had on was Comedy Central, and it's on. So I've watched it in like two to five minute snippets at times, and like it's funny, but I just can't see myself ever sitting down and watching a whole episode. Some of it gets annoying. It depends on who's telling the stories. That's what that's what it is. I've seen ones that I was like, this cracked me up from start to finish. And I've seen other ones where it got, I got bored in like 45 seconds. And it also depends on who's portraying the people. Because they get a lot of celebrity like cameos. That are, I don't know if it's considered a cameo, but like that play the characters in the Never. story. But there's no voices to them. All the voices are voiced by the drunk person telling oh, the story. Okay. Is it... Uh, is it still on? Is it like a consistent show? Or? No idea. No. I just I, randomly I, would see it. I, I okay. think I think it's still running because this interview was from like maybe six months ago. Hmm. So like like it was like I think he gave the interview like shortly after having shot it, but it hadn't been on air yet. That's kind of cool. I think uh, that makes me want to check it out even more. So that was it. Just a little nugget. If you guys if you guys ever get a chance, uh, listeners as well, to see any type of thing like this, any live recording, it really is a lot of fun, and it is always free. You yeah, just you, put your name you, in and you get raffled. You've done a lot of those sorts of things, right? Or like yeah. getting like those early screenings and shit like that. I get that. the like, early screenings a lot. The, yeah. Uh, then I've been turning them down a lot lately because they've been very far and I'm just not interested to go. I mean, there's always the, there's always like the 2% chance that you're not going to get in with those. Well, really? Yeah, They you have to be there at a certain time. You have to be in line at a certain time and you have to like be, be willing to stand there. And like if you're late... There's a good chance that they will, they don't want to wait for you and they will pull other people in. So I, I went to a taping for a show and we had tickets for a certain day. We went there early, got there, and then we waited and then we didn't get in and they gave us guaranteed tickets mm-hmm. for another date where even if you got there a little bit early, like you didn't have to be super early, you were in. Right. And that was very disappointing for me. Uh, not you, not getting you? in, going to the show. Oh, really? So every time I've seen a talk show, everyone gets like some kind of free shit. I got nothing. nothing. <laughs> like I, I went because I wanted the free shit, and then I went to a taping of the Rachel Ray show, and she had um, Gwyneth Paltrow on when they she did that. You're gonna need movie. me a minute to take that one in. What? <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Continue. <laughs> Do you remember that, that movie? I think it was called like Country Strong or something like that. I remember that being a thing. All right. Well, so. The whole that time I'm like, you I'm like, I wonder what free thing we're gonna get. Like, there's always a free thing. Like, uh, I wonder. And then some, someone came out that was an author wrote a book. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm getting that book. Now we didn't get that. Book. <laughs> then Gwyneth Paltrow comes out and talking about this movie and she's talking about the soundtrack. I'm like, all right, well at least we're getting the soundtrack. Now we need to get the soundtrack. Then, then it was what they called snack time, and we got pop chips, and it wasn't even the good pop chips. It was like original, not even salt and pepper. So <laughs> just so never again for you. It was a terrible experience. See, Brian, I'm. I've gotten those things when I least expect them. I got, I went to a company Christmas party at one of Mario Batali's restaurant before Mario Batali got canceled for being a creep. Um, and I mean, how could he creep. not be a creep? He just looks like one. Yeah, I guess so. Um, well, I guess use your instincts on that one because he is. 
I don't trust anyone in Crocs. <laughs> well, everyone who cooks wears them. They were literally designed for that, I think. Um, but uh, wow, anyway, that I, that went immediately from a fact to a <laughs> to a potential idea. It's it's one of everybody those, who like, cooks wears it, them. I think. I think it was designed for nurses. No, 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 no. I was like, have that one. No, no. I'm I I am sure that the majority of people who cook wear them professionally. What I'm saying is the being designed for it. That's the thing that's not... I think it was designed so sure for medical fact. professionals. All I'm picturing right now is my dad in Crocs behind the counter at the pizzeria. Fantastic. <laughs> got oregano in his pockets. <laughs> no, sorry. All I'm picturing is your dad getting out of his brand new pickup truck to go yeah, cook yeah. while in Crocs. He got a pickup truck? He got a pickup truck. I have almost fallen out of the pickup truck three times. My dad times. just got one too. <laughs> Which one did he get? Uh, Chevy Colorado. He really likes he it. Would. Fun, fun to drive. He would. Drive. This is an awkward rabbit hole out of a rabbit hole. This is like rabbit hole inception. Um, but anyway, I, I went to a Christmas party, company Christmas party at Mario Batali, one of his restaurants, got a signed copy of one of his cookbooks. Another time I got invited to someone else's company thing at Yankee Stadium and I got a signed copy of one of the books from the Bone series, like what they made like the show based on. Like Which I didn't the, realize the David was a book Boreanaz show, Bones? Yes, yes. Apparently that was doing based Yankee on... Yankee Stadium. The event was at Yankee Stadium. <laughs> I got the book from the person who wrote the book series that it was based on. Keep up, Brian. You started uh, to <laughs> All of this was a long-winded way to get back to the point that I was going to say about being in a live studio audience. Mm. Can you imagine me being in a live studio audience? You'd hear no one else but you. It, honestly, they would really appreciate it. But could you, well, what I'm picturing more is it being like a thing that a lot of people watched and people who know me. Hear, just I'm, hearing your laugh? Yeah, that's not, not Cam Lefter, that's Al. Not knowing I was in it being like, oh my God, was Al at this live <laughs> And I'm picturing the flood of like texts that I would be getting, oh my God, were you at the live tape? Well, as a matter of fact, yes, I was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've uh, so I've never gotten anything free, but I've also not gone to any of those types of shows. <laughs> Granted, you probably just, sorry. The beer just uh, you know the bubble in Das Boot when <laughs> that just happened oh, to Brian, that. and he's drinking out of like a Brewster glass. So I don't know. Why. It hit me right in the face. Oh my goodness! Um, you are struggling with. Liquids. He is having a hard time with liquids today. It's just not working out for him. It's not my day. Oh, God. <laughs> Uh, I've never gotten anything free. Been to a number of them, but in, like the sh- the show was good though. Were, did the sh- the show suck that you went to? <laughs> I was so like into what free thing are we gonna get that I didn't pay attention to the show. Uh, okay, like I was like, you ruined right, your own. They time. mentioned this. Maybe we're gonna get this. All right, the next part is this. Maybe we'll get this, and I just didn't pay attention to the show. <laughs> Brian's like, come on, I just want free shit. <laughs> like, why couldn't it be Oprah? <laughs> That's yeah, <laughs> you definitely get something there. Yeah. Uh, that's a shame. <laughs> but anyway, if you ever come across these things, put your name in. It's really fun. Go go to these free tapings. They're really enjoyable. I have to say, uh, I, I genuinely have never come across one of these things. I have always wondered how these people get selected for these things. I don't understand how it is that you get selected for all these things. Kim just put your tickets again for Friday if somebody wants to go because we're not going again. And they're guaranteed You just seats. sign up and then you get an email that says, show up here. Maybe you get in. Yeah, sign up where? That's my point. <laughs> like their websites. I didn't even know it was a thing you could sign up for. Their here. websites. Sign up here. Oh, uh, yeah, that's why we got it. the we got the Seth Meyers tickets that way. She signed up for them, and uh, we've been we've been trying desperately to get. Honestly, it was it was hysterical. It was actually really good. And uh, during the when the band was setting up, he did a little Q and A. It was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. Uh, but uh, been, we've been trying so hard to get last week tonight tickets. We really want to go see that. That's John Oliver. Yes. 
Um, anyway, let's dive into E3, shall we? Um, Going to the field my... live for our E3 correspondent. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to dip my toe in E3 because I did not experience it in the same way that Brian did. That's fine. I didn't experience anything. <laughs> okay, different. so here's the thing. Uh, generally, no, yeah, yes, I, you paid attention to it, so by nature, <laughs> you experienced it a lot more than I did. Every year for these things, I get very excited. I do enjoy mm. listening to what's going on, seeing the announcements, new trailers. I'm a sucker for a trailer. Movie, video game, love trailers. Mm. Uh, I was wildly underwhelmed <laughs> with everything that I saw. There were some things that I enjoyed. But it was just, but at the end of the day, I didn't stick with it because I was just going, meh. And in a year with an extended new Halo trailer, it wasn't well, a trailer, not though. trailer, but like a, a clip from the game or what maybe it might not maybe it might just be a vertical <laughs> slice. But it even with that, I was just like, all right. But, but you know, the thing with Microsoft and Halo is. What you saw is that even in the game, remember Probably how they not. remember how they showed you Halo Five? He was in the desert. Was he ever in the desert in Halo Five? Dude, I'm still sore about Halo Two. Why? The they, ending? They what? The ending? No, I loved the ending. I, I don't know why people are up in arms about that because but it during, just ended. It was great. I love it. It just ended. But you knew there was going to be another. No, first off, it wasn't a cliffhanger. As we ran out of money, it's over. No, no, no. I saw that movie. They tell you. Uh, <laughs> um, I was going to make the Monty Python joke. I was going to say, I don't remember this being a Monty Python situation with Halo 2. Admittedly, it's been, what, 15 years since I played the game? But like, He said, finishing this fight, sir. And then he jumped off. And then you didn't get to finish the fight? No, then you did in the next game, and then the next game. And the well, next yeah, game. he, he like but jumped into like the transport thing, right? Was, he jumped out of the ship, I believe. I don't remember. Oh no, he just like backed against it. I don't re- fully remember, but I really enjoyed it, and I was all jacked up, and that really got me excited about You're playing all jacked multiplayer. Up. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, I just, I, I, you know, you, you know, I'm sure <laughs> I know. I, I love Halo. It's, oh, yeah. I, it's one of my favorite, if not my favorite game of all you time. You loved Bungie's Halo. I did love Bungie's Halo. That is... And it's accurate. Mm-hmm. Which accurate. ceased I, after after three? Three was the last one? Correct, what? yeah. Yeah, three, four, three took over for four and five. Yeah. Who, well, they well, did who Reach did, who also. Did, who did um, Reach? Bungie did Reach in ODST, I believe. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. I think they, definitely did, the, they definitely did ODST. I couldn't remember if Reach was the last one or if three I slash ODST was the last one. I think they did Reach because wasn't the multiplayer for Reach just an extension of three? No, they changed. That was the first one they started substantially changing it. I think. No, I don't know. I don't no, th- now I, I feel don't... like the multiplayer in Reach was four, but that can't be right. I never played four. Hmm. Anyway, I don't have an Xbox. The Bungie. Yes, I, I missed. I missed the. Neither do I. It's. I missed the Bungie Halos, and uh, I am very excited. The, the the one announcement that was I, I think happened like two or three weeks beforehand. Of the of Master Chief Collection coming to PC, that got me excited because I have a PC that can handle it, and I've been missing those games lately. XCloud gets me excited. That seems cool. I'm okay with that. I know people. There are people that are like really annoyed by the concept of the streaming. They're just like stupid people. Then, then don't don't stream. Don't buy into it. <laughs> Everyone's talking about data caps and speeds, but whatever, they'll figure it out. Well, the only thing I saw people didn't like was the was it what's the the new like. Like game, like service, like that Xbox uh, has. Uh, Xbox Game Pass, that you talking about? Game Pass, yeah. People are upset with Game Pass because 
I don't know why. It's, Game Pass is an incredible it's an deal. It's awesome value. <laughs> well, what, what, I mean, I just saw something in the last few days about it. It was one specific person wrote an article about it, and they said that they didn't like it because of, like, the catalog wasn't very good. That was what they were saying. The catalog is good. It's just, well, the catalog's good for what they have. And it's about to get better. The, well, the that was problem... the whole point, is what they have wasn't enough, and they rotate out the best shit pretty quickly. They don't rotate. I don't think they rotate. They don't rotate. It's so the That with, was the impression I got was that they rotate shit in and out. No, all so. of their every Microsoft third party Xbox game is available first, on first Game party. Pass. First party. Sorry, every Microsoft first party Xbox game is available. By the way, take all this with a grain of salt as none of us. That's own true. Yeah, Xbox. this is a movie podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I own an Xbox, but I don't have Game Pass. That's yeah. why I was The problem saying. that people have with Games Pass right now is they recently announced it's coming to PC. But it's a separate subscription unless you get like the the I forgot what they called it that comes to Xbox Ultimate, Live and I think Ultimate. It was. I think so. and it comes to Xbox Live and Games Pass, and then that Games Pass will transfer to your PC. But if you just pay for Xbox Live and Games Pass separate, you have to pay for it again on the PC if you wanted it. It's not a unified service. Uh, that's dumb because they did make a big deal a few years yeah. ago. That they were gonna they were gonna be keep drawing everything closer and closer to the point where it was even being hinted at. Although I don't think they ever actually have pulled the trigger on it. But allowing crossplay between Windows, like actual yeah, there, PC there, gaming. There's some crossplay stuff going on. There's but, a lot like, more crossplay now. But the thing too. is, they were like they were hinting at it being like universal, and they still haven't gotten to that. Yeah, game. it was called Xbox Play Anywhere. You would buy the game on either one and get it on the other one. That, yeah, that I think, no, no, I, think no, no. I still own a license to Quantum Break somewhere. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not what I'm talking about though. No, I mean people playing multiplayer. That being the crossplay. Uh, the problem with that is PC. If it's any kind, sorry. If it's any kind of like shooter, like PCs at an advantage, so it's which tough. is why they haven't actually done it. But they, I remember yeah. them hinting at it a few years ago. Well, there are a couple of crossplay games, games that you can like, do. Like uh, Fortnite is one that's crossplay between everything. Rocket League, Rocket League, and Dauntless, which just came out, is crossplay with everything. And then Activision said the new Call of Duty will be crossplay. Okay. And then everything with Stadia, which is one of the things I'm most excited about with all this. They're saying like Destiny oh, is coming. I'm really excited about it. See, I've Destiny been hearing people is... complain about Stadia. So tell, tell us about Stadia, because I actually have no information other than the fact that it's like a streaming... Stadia is from Google. Google service. Google yeah. has all the money in the world, so they'll get it right. Google does have the money. Um, essentially, the you could buy into Stadia now, but eventually... It won't be free, but kind of. So the, there's a Founders Pack you can pre-order. It comes out, I think, in November. It comes right. with the Chromecast Ultra, which is the 4K Chromecast. comes with a controller... Comes with three months of their premium service, which works like an Xbox Live or a PS okay. Plus, where you get um, a couple free games a month that they will rotate. And as long as you keep it, you keep all the free games. The thing that the premium does is it lets you stream 4K. If you don't pay for the premium, the most you can do is 1080. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Oh, shit. That's actually... Okay. Great but, deal but so gonna, far. It's going to be free other than that, though? Right. So now, that's the only way to play it this year. Next year, they're rolling out their normal Stadia service, which you could stream up to 1080 for free. Okay. You have to pay for the game, but you don't have to pay the $10 a month to do anything with it. Like, that's just for your 4K capability. So, it's going it, to gonna be similar to if you had, like, PS... Whatever the... PSN. You, no, PS... Yeah, whatever. PSN, that's it. Um, so, it's going to be similar to that where pay for the game, don't pay for the service. Right. Like... And from, I, I could be wrong, but from everything I'm understanding, like, you don't need to pay for that to play online games like Xbox Live and PlayStation. Like Now, is that going to be its own separate, like, 
service? Is it going to have the same games that are on the consoles and PC? Or is it going to be only its own first-party games? It's it's going to have everything. They have a, bit, a partnership with Ubisoft, which I'm pretty excited about. But there's a couple games like... Um, there's a couple, you saw Stadia a bunch at the conferences. Like yeah. It's coming to Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, Stadia. Like, like Third parties are going there. Okay, that's what I want to know. Like, can you play Call of Duty on it, or is it just going to be exclusive? They didn't, they didn't say thing. anything about Call of Duty yet. I'm sure they will. I'm just using uh, that as a generic yeah, option. Yeah, but like, it's getting third parties, and they okay. hired um, Jade Raymond, who is a big one from EA, like for their own studio. So like, they hired their own people. So they are making their own first party Google Stadia games. Mm. Okay, uh, but it will be third party. I, I'm super stoked about it. Are you gonna? Are you buying into the Founders Pack, or? I want to. Okay. Um. I'm not going to for one reason. I don't have 4K TV, so me getting a 4K Chromecast and paying for the 4K service when I don't have—it's just right, a waste of it. money for me to get this early adopter. So. Sure. Yes, uh, that would that would be a little counterintuitive. Yeah, and the or, thing or is, maybe it'll motivate you to get a 4K TV. Yeah, maybe. What 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 confuses me being a dummy with networking? Stadia—they have a controller, mm-hmm. but right now you need their controller. But what they're saying is you can connect any kind of controller. Like through USB to use Stadia. The difference is their controller through Wi-Fi connects directly with their server, so there's less latency. Your USB goes into your your network right. and out to theirs. I don't understand how your controller is not going to connect to your device. It's just going to connect to their server. That's just a little. It's just removing one hop. So generally speaking, your controller connects to the device, and the device would connect to wherever this game is playing, right? What they're saying, you're just taking that the one hop to the device. You're it just, just sounds so weird to me that if I have my iPad or tablet, whatever is in front of me, and I'm playing Stadia, my controller is not connected to my device. It's if, connected if to the Stadia app, yeah. and it's just going to like their cloud. That, it, it is interesting. I don't... I don't... It's probably... It is a little gimmicky. I feel because reducing well, yeah, that it's, one it's a hop, gimmick to get sixty bucks from them. Otherwise, you just sure. buy the games and they make whatever <laughs> off that. I, I, I don't imagine that that single hop is going to help that much. Though that being said, with streaming latency is obviously the biggest concern. Everything I've been reading about Stadia because they're, they're showing it at E three, like mm-hmm. people are coming away pretty impressed that in a crowded convention area that is known for bad reception. It's running pretty good. Okay. Yeah, but again, again, like you said, Google can pay for the best. I, I actually am always a skeptic of that sort of thing, um, whether it be working really well or really poorly. Whatever happens at one of those showings, I just assume is a lie. But, yeah, like some sort of just canned video or something yeah. like that. Like or just, or just that if the thing is breaking badly, like I assume, uh, I assume <laughs> that. Um, that there's something else going on that someone fucked up in setting it all up. Or if it's working super perfectly, I just assume that they dumped three times the amount of resources into it that the average person would get to hmm. them. You know what I mean? Like you could have phenomenal internet and you're never going to have a connection that the way they have set up at one of those things. Cause the whole point is they want to sell you on it. Sure. Hmm. And they are, it is, they are controlling the environment in a way that they can't in real life. Now, I, were there specific stadia announcements that you, watched or read um yeah i mean when they had the event like a week before e3 Mm -hmm. and uh yeah i I read most of the stuff that happened there was some game announcements like baldur's gate 3 got announced i saw that yeah yeah but i'm just more excited about the promise of eventually i'm traveling i don't need to worry about what i have i have my phone and a controller that's pretty i can play the the best new game and also 
I, I always have a console. New console comes out, I buy it. If Stadia does what it promises, you won't need it. You don't really need to buy a console. Well, the best there's quality first party things that well, you want. Well, sure, right. but I'm saying like theoretically to play your Call of Duty every year, your Assassin's sure. Creed, whatever it is, you can just get the latest and greatest on Stadia for no upfront cost for something to play it. You just right. buy the game and that you is play. Pretty wild. Yeah, I am very curious. About, so, Bethesda was it Bethesda that announced Orion? Yes. Yeah. So their yeah. their it's cloud their other, yeah, streaming cloud service yeah. and the way they spoke about it, the the things that they were talking about made a lot of sense to me. It sounded like they figured out some special way of doing this. I'm curious how that pairs. If or, Bethesda has shown us anything over the years, is they know how to make buggy messes. So. That's that is very true. <laughs> that is that's fair. Uh, I will never forget. So okay. Uh, We'll, we'll eventually get to Aladdin, we'll, we promise. We, we will. My old roommate, Michael Warren. <laughs> well, again, this proves, Brian, that you don't listen to us, because we frequently go over an hour before we get to the movie. <laughs> I, I listen every week. There's a... Uh, so, my, my old roommate, Michael Warren, he was playing Skyrim. Super into it. Um, mm. And, man, he, he was like, pouring hours into it. He was pouring hours into it before we were living, living together, so he had a lot of time in this game. There was a point... Where he just, he, he would come, he came out of his room, he walked down the hallway, walked into the kitchen, shaking his head angrily. He had progressed his game to a point where it auto-saved, and he would open a door and get killed. He was auto-saved <laughs> within the opening animation of the door, and he would die, and there was nothing he could do about it <laughs> and i've never seen someone so defeated and angry at a video game but that seems to be a bit of a trend with them they they just they make janky games and it's just oh that's bethesda it's charming charming yeah no no you know what they are is they're they're michael bolton from office space oh i always just forget but the one mundane detail <laughs> It's yeah. not a mundane detail. <laughs> I, I'm not too big into Bethesda as, as a publisher. Uh, there's not too much of theirs that I really like. Although I, I still want to play Doom, like the reboot of Doom. I haven't played that yet. Oh no, that was, that was it. Cool. Looks awesome. Heard, Doom Eternal I, looks I, awesome. I heard it was fun. I heard it was fun. I heard it was pretty quick. It was kind of dumb, but I heard it was a fun game. I, I did like the reboot to Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The new one coming out looks pretty cool. Thing is, I yeah. never played. I played. A bit of oblivion but it was like one of those things where it was like i was in college like the like our like sweet mate like was playing it like i was sitting in the room like watching him and i was like oh like i don't know if i would necessarily love this and i was like watching him one day and something happened where he's like he had to like get up and like leave for like 10 or 15 minutes and he's like oh just like keep playing i was like i have no idea what you're fucking doing i've never played this game before he goes just figure it out i'll be fine i'll be back in a few it's like Are you sure you were in college when oblivion was getting played Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, Oblivion's the one before Skyrim, right? Yeah. Yeah. Then yes. Um, right. I feel like Skyrim was like nine years ago. It wasn't. It was no. like five. Five, maybe six. Really? Yeah. I was... Obli- uh, <laughs> I will look it up for you. <laughs> Oblivion came out in like, I want to say 2005, 2006, and that was in like the fall of 2009. Oh, I'm closer than you guys. You are. And the, Skyrim was November 11, 2011. Yeah, but this was literally two years before that. 
Mm. I also um, was getting Oblivion and Morrowind mixed up in my head. Oh, Morrowind, yeah. man, I really loved that game. I've out. never played an Elder Scrolls game except for the mobile one, Blades, that came out recently. Yeah, so I played a, like 15 minutes of Oblivion. Didn't love it. I was like my first blush was like, oh, I feel like I wouldn't like this game. I was correct. Uh, I played it for 15 minutes. I was like, this is not what I really want to be playing. Uh, I never played Fallout. Like none of that. Like people have talked up the Fallout games a ton. Never. Just not. Never. Just not my it. thing. I, I played New Vegas because that was at a time in my life when I think Vegas sounded interesting. Um, you were addicted to gambling at one point. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a true story. Yes. Um, but I didn't really care for it. Fallout 4, one, what, one of my friends, Matt, remember, he was trying to get us to play that. I couldn't care. Fallout 76, no thank you. Uh, but, uh, but I know I, love, I know that Fallout 3 was really well regarded. I just never played it. Well, so is New Vegas. And the original Fallout's 1 and 2, like, people liked the stories. Mm-hmm. It was a weird like perspective on it. Like, it wasn't like your Fallout 3, but I don't know. One day I'll, I'll play through these games. Yeah. What what are some announcements though that got you really jazzed up? Um, you play plus was really interesting to me. Ubisoft's my favorite publisher. Okay, and now they have a subscription. I think it was fifteen dollars a month. I didn't prepare and make any notes. Um, and you get their cents. their whole catalog, but they partnered with Stadia, and it's only on PC. And Stadia. It's not uh, on Xbox. It's not on PlayStation. So now this thought in my head is eventually I'll have Stadia on my phone and I'll have all these amazing Ubisoft games on my phone and I can't wait. And yeah, then you, you'll be done. Ubisoft was Assassin's Creed. Yeah, Assassin's yeah. Creed, Watch Dogs, Ghost Recon, Splinter Cell, uh, Splinter Cell. All Tom Clancy games. <laughs> yeah, which, I, thought, I thought that was the case. Yeah, which, I that was a bummer for me, though. I... I, I I played a bit of one of the Splinter Cells. I don't even remember which one. The last one, I think, was, was Blacklist, and I enjoyed that a lot. No, um, this was like a while back. The, I I would have bet money they would announce a new Splinter Cell. Yeah. And they did not. I was bummed because I, I... You know what's funny? Ryan McCaffrey always gets me excited about the potential for a new Splinter Cell. And Because uh, I, I loved those games. I will never forget playing the first one the first time and being like, this is... The original Splinter Cell in my head gets mixed up with Siphon Filter. That's pretty Yes, funny. yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. Oh my god, what was this? You just dropped a brick on my foot. <laughs> Is that your phone? Just a phone. Jesus. Um, yeah, so I, that, that was a shame. Uh, do, you, do you think, will we get another one at some point? Well, there was that tweet that you have to assume was true. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, but they also put a... And they've been putting Sam Fisher in things here and there. Yeah, so they got... I can't... His name is escaping me, but the voice actor that did Sam Fisher came Ironside. back... Ironside. Yeah, Michael Ironside. Thank you. Uh, he recorded Wait, lines. wait. His name is Ironside? Yeah, <laughs> Mike, Michael Ironside. He, he went into the studio... You're going to do voices for video games. <laughs> it's been decided by your name. <laughs> yeah, there was like a limited time event in Ghost Recon Wildlands, and I, Michael Ironside went into the studio and recorded lines like for this. So like people are saying, there's no way they're gonna pay him to come in to just record lines of this. They have to be making a, a new Splinter Cell. Nothing. And that was you'd be, su- you'd be surprised. A lot of these voice actors are like they're whores. Like they 
you look at some of like the like the voice actors who are in like like that you know from video games. What what's Nolan Jim North, Cummings? Troy is that Baker, those He's got two like four hundred and fifty credits. Oh, well, I, I know Nolan North and Troy Baker in like every game. Mm-hmm. Nolan I mean, North I love has been in a million games. Yeah, um, we'll get to Nolan North and Troy Baker a little later. <laughs> Claudia Black's been in a yeah, billion games. Like, yeah, man. I so did you play Wildlands? Yeah, I actually was just playing Wildlands last night. Oh, what do you are you playing on PlayStation these yeah. days? Yeah. Oh, we should we should sync up. I mean, I turned my PlayStation on for the first time last night since I moved into the house. Nice. So yeah. Uh, I, I played Watch Dogs 2 for like 10 minutes and Wildlands for like 10 minutes. Did you like Watch Dogs 2? Um, yes. I didn't fully get into the first one. and it. I beat the first from... one. I love the first one. Even oh, though yeah? most people hate it. I mean, I didn't care about the character, but I just liked the game. It was fun. Okay. Uh, Watch Dogs 2 is a little weird because it's more lighthearted. Then you go and just shoot up people and it's like a eh, little weird disconnect. I mean, you don't have to shoot people, but you give me a gun, I'm going to shoot people. Now, In a game. Three... <laughs> three... <laughs> Three sounds like it has some really cool mechanics. I will say that I am terrified of playing these mechanics. as the old lady sounds really fun to me. <laughs> I am terrified by these mechanics though. It's not going to work. I don't Wait, think it's going to be for good. which game? Watch Dogs Legion. Oh, okay. It's not going to work. Every NPC is not going to be fully voiced and animated no. and have these cutscenes like they're saying. It's just it's not. It's going to be like the equivalent of like the entire environment is destructible. <laughs> Crackdown. <laughs> I, don't, I didn't play it. Well, that's that was the thing with that. But I, anyway. Uh, what it's gonna be, it's gonna be one of two things. Either it's gonna be completely broken, mm-hmm. or it's gonna be like your sports game. How you look in the stands and like every tenth person is the same. Yeah, it's gonna be something I, like that. That's what I would expect. They've gotten better at that. It's now like one in every fifteen. I mean, Al, come on. Unless they could, unless they could randomly generate their actions. Like if they could create enough. But what individual. they're saying is, if I see you on the street, I want to recruit, recruit you. You have some kind of origin mission that's fully animated to get on my that's, crew. That's insane. Get out of here. Yeah. There's, there's, there's no way. You're going you're, you're gonna to go on a mission to prove them wrong. You're going to recruit every single... Can you recruit every character in the they game? They said you can. Do you win? Is that winning? No. <laughs> winning, I think, is like taking back London. Now, Okay. <laughs> Follow me down this journey if you recruit all of the characters. Right. Does that mean you could recruit a bad guy? Can a guy be shooting at me? And you're like, I'm just going to hack you and now you're with me. Like, is, <laughs> does that work? Is he shooting at you? Hey. Hey. <laughs> why don't you fight for us instead? All right. Right. <laughs> like, there's got to be some sort of it's, catch. I loved Watch Dogs 1. Well, Watch it's Dogs an NPC. Oh, no, no, they're all NPCs. They're all NPCs. Non-playable characters. But then become... But that doesn't even make sense now. NPCs. <laughs> I don't understand. Every NPC could be a P- uh, whatever. Forget it. it, it it's going to be broken. It's going to be a mess. Let's let's just settle on semi-playable characters, okay? Sometimes they're playable, sometimes they're non-playable. Yeah, sure. Okay, so how do you feel about Ghost Recon John Barenthal? Um <laughs> I thought the the Shane con- edition. I thought the conference was weird with him. I feel like he made a moving speech as his video game character and then came out and made almost the same speech. Yep, about, yeah, he right? said the same things. It was weird. Yeah. I love him as an I, actor. I mean, I feel like he's um, kind of a weird dude. I mean... I thought that dog was going to lose its mind. That dog just... <laughs> it was the most well-trained dog ever. <laughs> yeah. um, but I kind of... I don't know. Did you play Wildlands? I played the beta. I didn't actually get into the game. Uh, and so he was in Wildlands DLC. Oh. Like that character. I, I I am nowhere near close to Don't Wildlands. I didn't get to that. 
But I almost wish, like, you were him instead of he's the mm. bad guy. Because in Wildlands, I don't know how this is going to work. But in Wildlands, like, you don't really have interactions with people for that long. And I like him as an actor, so I'd rather just be playing as him than... Sure, Let's sure. eventually see a cutscene with him and then fight him. I don't know. Speaking of oh boy. famous characters, how do Matt? you feel about... <laughs> that, was, that was out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I thought that trailer was bad, but I'm the still tra- excited. The trailer was bad. I'm interested. Rob McElhenney. Yeah. Always uh, sunny fame. His, uh, his... Mythic Quest. Mythic Quest. No, but it's a longer name than that. Yeah, it's got like a subtitle. It's a, the subtitle. It's a, Wait, Max is in a video Plus. game? Yeah. No, he's no. in a show. Uh, he came oh. out during UB's conference. So I, I was watching the conference, like, kind of working, kind of watching the conference. All of a sudden, I hear like music. I'm like, I know this music. I know this. What the hell is this? I'm like, that's always sunny. And I look, and there's Mac walking out. I'm like, what is he doing? I mean, there's always like celebrity. I mean, he's not really a celebrity, but whatever. usually it's Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, and he walks out, and he pretty much they're making a show about um, like a game dev, and uh, he's a creative director. Just like the shenanigans in the office as they're pushing out this expansion to the most popular game. It's almost like a World of Warcraft kind of game. Oh, okay. And, it's Silicon Valley video games. Yeah, and it's a comedy show, but like the trailer wasn't that funny. No, uh, it wasn't. But the concept sounds fun. Today. Yeah, the concept is great. I'm super. I'm super on board. Yeah. I mean, it's locked behind a paywall that I'm probably not going to pay, but it's like an <laughs> Apple Plus. I appreciate you being honest uh, about it. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll eventually catch it somewhere. But I, I, I don't know. I don't know much about Apple Plus stuff. Or, sure. I, I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. Whatever. I have some interesting things, but. Uh, Were you getting to the bigger celebrity? I was getting to the bigger celebrity. Keanu Reeves coming out on stage was friggin' phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> for Cyberpunk? What, yes. Did you guys hear what his role in the game kind of is? No. no. He's essentially like Cortana in Halo. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. I just hope at some sense. point, some point in that ridiculously large game, I need to be driving down the road and hit something, and I need him to yell into my ear, Can't. It was cats. <laughs> <laughs> why not? If he could, if he could rehash the line about guns, lots of guns. Why can't he rehash that line? <laughs> or, or they could throw out, he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that that was a really cool thing though. That cyberpunk trailer was fun. I enjoyed it. I've actually, I've been kind of interested in the game. That that trailer made me more interested in it, and then him coming out was just a nice little cherry on top. My problem. I'm gonna be on. Oh god. I was gonna say I'm gonna be honest. I, him playing Cortana is perfect, and it just snapped something into my mind. Is he the next generation's like Sam Elliott, where he's just gonna be like that, like wise, like leader, wise like mentor, voice. like dispenser of wisdom, like that, the, like the voice of the new age. Like, is he gonna be this generation Sam Elliott? Is that is that what's happening right now? Maybe. <laughs> like we'll he's just out. this. The sage for all things. Because I feel like anytime it's like, we need some sort of like sage like wisdom for just like one scene. Who can we get? Sam Elliott. Boom. Done. Like, you know, going back to Big Lebowski, he did the, he basically rep- reprised the same role in Parks and Rec. Um, yeah, he, he's done that thing. He does all yep. the, the car commercial, the beer commercial, you know what I mean? Like... Just that soothing voice in the background. <laughs> is it going to be like, is, is Keanu the next one? Is he taking up the mantle? Keanu is the Steven Seagal we deserve. That's what we're getting. That's what we're getting right now. <laughs> but still worse of an actor. <laughs> that, I no no. Hold on, hold on. No. Let, let me defend my comment. 
I, no, you don't get to defend that. I, I love Keanu Reeves. I love the movies if with him that Keanu I've Reeves, seen. You would never, if you love Keanu Reeves, you would never compare him unfavorably what? to Steven fucking Seagal. I think Keanu Reeves, his movies are great in spite of his acting. I feel like he's a terrible actor. Well, no, he's not a great actor, but he's also not a terrible actor either. Steven Seagal is a terrible actor. I mean, now that he's all bloated and shit when he's doing his fighting scenes, he's still making movies. It's pretty well, fun to watch. Well, that certainly doesn't help, but... <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> do, do you think that game's gonna be any good? I do, but my problem with that game is it's too big for me. Yeah, I I, I, I don't that. have the time anymore to sit down and finish that game. And that's a bummer to me. I've tried to play The Witcher... Like four times. It's coming to the Switch now. Though. I know, but I've, every time I tried to play it, I, I would get like a little bit into it, and then the world would start to open up, and I'd be like, "Nah." <laughs> that was part of the reason I was always afraid of the Elder Scrolls games too. Yeah, That's yeah, fair. same here. Like, I, I, I can't sit on a console anymore. And just play through these big things. That's why I love my Switch, and that's why I'm super stoked about Stadia. If I have a half hour downtime at work and Cyberpunk's on the Stadia, I could play for a half that's hour true. here, a half hour there. See, I, like, I didn't get to, I didn't get to see the, even the actual trailer for Cyberpunk. I saw part of the Keanu press conference right after they showed the bit with him in it. Um, he, but he I still didn't awesome get to sit Stadia. down he and really watch was. the whole thing. You were breathtaking. I didn't realize that that was like the deal. I still don't know much about the game, honestly, other than just like the whole aesthetic that it's, it's inspiring third, to. Third-person action RPG, from my understanding. Like, but that's the same thing that 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 honestly, like I'm like, even though as intrigued about it as I am, that's kind of what I'm afraid of with Death Stranding. Like that, it just looks like it's too much. No interest. Like Death I Stranding. feel like I'll just never be able to do it. I'll play it with you guys. I can't wait to. Play I have that no game. interest in that game. That See, game I feel like I would have fun watching someone play that game but i don't know if i like I, once i actually got into it i'm sure i'd have fun with it but i feel like i can't get to the point of getting over the hump of oh my god i'm afraid of this game to i'm in the game you know what i mean i, I feel like I'll that entire Anthony game play. is going to be the entire game is going to be the the first hour of you and me playing uh phantom pain just what is happening in this game right we now we play phantom pain together online uh over chat huh. with the fire whale yeah, like the dude. That was really yeah. weird. <laughs> oh, good game though. Oh, the fire rail. You were talking about that last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, okay. So moving on. Other announcements that you're a fan of. So you had mentioned uh, some famous voices. Let's let's talk a little bit about that Marvel game. Uh, Are you excited for it? Yes, I'm really excited, but I'm just pretending I didn't really see the stuff at the conference. Like, just the idea of the game excites me. Yeah. It it, it was not presented well, I don't know. No, think. and there's a lot of backlash, which they addressed recently, that people on the redesign, the people like, I, I don't have a problem with that. It's not the MCU. Don't make it look like our no, like Robert Downey Jr., Chris Evans. No. It, it's, it's their vision. I'm fine with how they look. Yeah, the first time Tony Stark talked, the voice threw me a little bit, and I love Nolan North. I think he's a great fit. He's sarcastic. He's awesome. He is great. But it, it was a little jarring the first time. Because you're so that. used to it. Yeah. That's fair. And then when the scene with him arguing with Banner, and he has like long hair, like that was weird too, but mm. uh, the I'm, game... I was confused by that trailer, because I wasn't sure if... Was that 100% cinematic, or was there some gameplay in it? There the was bridge gameplay stuff was supposed to be gameplay. That's uh, what I thought, but I wasn't sure because there was no HUD, and well, like, apparently the was... HUD is really weird. Um, so I read which a would explain why they 
that would explain why they had nothing in it at all because yeah, I, and that's what was throwing me off. Is like this looks like a cinematic. This looks like gameplay, but they're not showing it jump between cinematic and HUD. So maybe it's all just cinematic. I can't get excited for a game that's just showing me cinematics. I got to see what it's like when I'm actually playing the game. I, I read this in two places. Um, they said the HUD made it look like a mobile game, um, mm. like the way like the moves were on the screen. Okay. Uh, but if you think about it, there's always moves on, like, God of War had that too, and it didn't look like a mobile game, so I, I, I don't know. Um, well, to, to parallel that, I, did you guys both they also have a year. and watch? Right, isn't it May? Yeah, it is May. Yeah. It will probably get pushed. To, kind of a parallel to that, did you guys both get to sit down and watch the Jedi Fallen Order trailer? Yeah, I didn't really watch the full half hour thing, because... No, 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 there was the, like, the 13 minute trailer. Yeah, I watched that whole gameplay thing. I just didn't watch all the talking because yeah. people annoy me. No, that that's fine. I want to, I because all I'm asking you about is the trailer itself. So I don't care about the other stuff. I didn't get a chance to watch all of that either. Yeah, I, um, I'm super on board. But to me, I know you disagreed. I said it didn't really look like Star Wars to me. Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, I don't. Like I don't it. know where that's. I don't know where that's coming from. That it doesn't look like Star Wars. I don't know what you mean by that. Um, so I, Respawn is making it. Respawn made Titanfall. I played a lot of Titanfall and like the wall running in Titanfall is exactly like when he ran across the wall. Like it just looked like they kind of like took what they made and just kind of put Star Wars over it. Yeah. Which is like, you know, smart development. Unlike what like EA has been doing with a lot of their stuff. Um, but, uh, (laughs) well it is, it's still EA. Yeah. EA owns Respawn. I know. I know it. I know it does, but what I'm saying is they've done a lot of that stuff, and it instead of having them reusing what's already been using, they've been having all of them remake the wheel, which is why so many of their games have been failing, because sure. they spent so much time redeveloping the wheel. Using the wheel in a different thing, if you're going to force them all to use the fucking Frostbite engine, makes fucking sense. And I'm <laughs> glad they finally let one of their developers do that. I will, I will point out that uh, this year so i don't finish a lot of games i play a lot of games for a long time and then i don't finish them the most recent game that i finished was actually titanfall 2 and i did it well that campaign was awesome it was amazing it was so good and i will say during that game when i was running on the wall when i was jumping around feeling very free and very floaty i was like feel like a jedi and then did you really i did before you knew about respawn star wars game because like there i had also been Freshly watching some of the movies, so but it's it just like I almost wanted more power. And seeing if they're making it and like you're doing some of that stuff plus more, I, I can see. Re- Respawn's super fun. talented. Yeah. I mean, those are the people that brought you Call of Duty Four, Modern Warfare. Like, yeah, like, the, I, those are the people behind that. I'm excited for it. Wait, I'm Respawn excited. Didn't do Call of Duty, did they? Uh, Vince Zampella and uh, another guy whose name's slipping my brain. They See, left. I wouldn't remember. I wouldn't. I wouldn't remember the people, but I was gonna say. I'm pretty sure that was like Activision Infinity. They World. left. Well, they they respawn. left and they formed okay, Respawn. That makes but more but sense the major then. heads behind that, they, okay. they made Respawn and made Titanfall. Well, so the one thing is, I'll say is, if you were someone who played a ton of Titanfall or whatever, and like you enjoyed that, and then you see that mechanic dragged into Star Wars, I can understand that being a bit of a disconnect for you, or just being jarring for you, or whatever, and that's fine. Um... That's just a matter of, of personal taste, and I, I won't say you're wrong or, or whatever with that. But, but you're wrong. <laughs> no, no, but I was confused. Savage. No, no, that's that's not what I'm saying. Know, what I'm saying is I interpreted what it was that you were saying as something completely different. Because the aesthetic of like the, all of what they showed you 
was 100% Star Wars. Sure, so I was yeah. like, what the hell is he talking about? The yeah. mu- the music is what really what really ties it up for me. Yeah. I love that. The music oh. was classic Star Wars, absolutely. Yeah, it's so and, good. But but more than just that, just like all of like the the design of the things was very Imperial pre Episode Four stuff. Like it looks like Star Wars. Um, if you're hung up on the the wall running, fine. But again. Uh, I'm if you can't see a too. Jedi doing that, so, if you can't see uh, Jedi doing that, I'm not sure. Getting what past that, what are what are some of your other reservations? Um, the, my same problem with the Force Awakens: how Finn has a lightsaber fight with Ren, like it shouldn't work. Like, why is this Jedi having lightsaber fights with some souped-up stormtrooper? Like, well, it, this one makes this one makes it's more an sense Inquisitor, because. No. Well, no, what they showed in the gameplay was not a full Inquisitor. I think it was an Inquisitor in training. Because okay. there was only like seven Inquisitors or something like that. And he killed like three of them in that trailer. Uh, <laughs> but they had the Magna Guard, the the power, like double staff that was from like episode three of Revenge of the Sith with the, the thing that was meant to catch lightsabers. Um, mm-hmm. I can understand that, Brian, but two things. One, it's a video game and they always find ways to do that in every single Star Wars video game that's ever existed. And two, it makes more sense than the Force Awakens thing because he was a incomplete Padawan. He had never graduated to full Jedi. Um, and these people were being trained specifically for that purpose. I had a problem. I've gone back and forth with that whole thing with the Force Awakens. But when you consider the whole part of the whole situation, I still lean towards being irritated with it. But... When he got shot with the, I guess, explosive crossbow <laughs> in, the, in, the, in the ribs. Like, what? I'm, I'm surprised that he walked away from that shot, considering we saw Han blow a stormtrooper halfway across a courtyard with one of those things. The fact that he's even standing after it's pretty incredible. Even though I ultimately kind of side 51-49 with you that Finn shouldn't be able to do that. You're absolutely right. But it's a video game. They've always found ways to scale that up. I, I don't view that as being an issue and it's something they've done a million times in the Star Wars games. Yeah, in games in general, any kind of like sword combat, I know a lightsaber is not really... It's a sword, you're fine. Yeah, okay. Uh, it, it's tough to do. Yeah. Like, how do it's you tough make to ba- it... It's... Yeah, how do you it's make it fun? Balancing. How do you make it, oh, they're just blocking every swing I do. I, I, it's... Yeah. It worries me. I'm excited, but I'm... I'm... It's, it's all about balancing, so you have to suspend disbelief, because you're right. In a video game, no one should be able to stand before you. You should be able to mow through them. Mm-hmm. But then there would be no challenge, and then the game wouldn't be any fun. I almost feel like it should be a Dynasty Warriors clone. You just oh, that would through. be cool. Are you just <laughs> ripping people apart? Yeah. That would be pretty amazing. I will say that I'm interested. I'm excited mm-hmm. to play it. I'm not like getting overhyped about it, and that's only because... Uh, there hasn't there hasn't been a great Star Wars game in a long time. There hasn't even been a good one in a long time. I, I will even say I don't think there's been a great one. I'm not big on okay. KOTOR. Uh, well, that's just wrong. K- KOTOR is amazing. <laughs> uh, my favorite Star Wars game is Jedi Power Battles on the PlayStation. <laughs> I don't think I know that. It was like an arcadey game. You could play co-op, and it was like a kind of like a 2.5D look. And you would travel through, and you would just, you would just, it was like a beat em up, but you were Jedi. You could play as Mace Windu. Like, it was amazing. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. One of the most fun I had was on the N64. Do you know where I'm going yet? Maybe. Shadows? What'd you say, Al? Shadows of the Empire? No. I love that game so much. Pod Racers. I love that game, too. 
Oh, it's funny because I was gonna make a pod racers joke too. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that game, you know, uh, they they rebuilt that. You can get that on PC. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a whole package on Steam. Uh, one of the, and also there was a something on uh, the Jedi Jedi Knight two, and Jedi Knight three. I enjoyed two was better, but uh, wait, there was a there was a three. Yeah, Jedi Knight three, Jedi Academy. I never played. Oh, that. okay. I, yeah, I I just think of it as Jedi Academy. I didn't yeah. even realize it was Jedi Knight three. Those were fun games. I liked the Force uh, Unleashed, the first one. I liked. I didn't both play of them. It. They were different. They were distinctly different experiences, which is weird. I also put many hours into the MMO they put out back in the Did day you? when you had to pay monthly for it before it went free to play. Wait, the old, the old Republic? Republic? Yeah. Oh, okay. Not one? not galaxies from years and years and years ago. There's an old MMO. No. <laughs> well, oh, and there's a mobile game, Galaxy Heroes. I spent a lot of time on that. One of those. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Rogue. Was it? Rogue Squadron on yes. GameCube. GameCube. GameCube, yeah. Oh, I played it on N64, the original on N64. No, 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 the one on GameCube after that. Uh, the I don't, I don't think it was an update. I think it was a completely separate. It was game. a new game. Correct. Yeah. It was a new game. That was good. I, too. I enjoyed that one. They, you know, their their fighter also, games have been good. Yeah, but Jedi also Star the Fighter thing, was awesome. I just remember Yoda and Vader maybe being in. Uh, Oh god, the series is slipping my brain now too. Uh, come back to me. All right. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, circling back to your thought that there was never a good, never a great Star Wars game. Did you not play the original Battlefront, Battlefront Two? Because Battlefront, oh, I 2 did. Was we a we loved them. We That's played true. them, but I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. You were talking original. Yeah, yeah. Like the we yeah. played those together. Yeah, because it was. You could do cross-platform Xbox and PC, so I played on my PC to play with you. Ah. <laughs> Old days. Yep. Man, the, those, yeah, those games right. those, were phenomenal. I, I don't remember. What I, one one was... Was the second one better? Like, yes. much better? There was just the, I mean, the first one The first one was did. very good, but the second one was better. You're right. I, actually, I do... I, I, played, I played significant hours into that game, yep. now that I'm thinking about it. I yep. do remember playing, yep. like, learning yep. how to was snipe in this courtyard... Level yep. that was just unbelievable. There, there was a three. I don't think so. No, they uh. they were they started developing one and they killed it eventually. Mm. Mm. Everyone was really upset about it because it was like I can't think of this. There was a ton of hype for it. Everyone loved it too. I constantly Knights of the Old Republic constantly pops into my mind. And I'm like, oh man, I have such fond memories of that game. And then I try to play it again, and I'm like, nope. It's actually it was <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic was a good game. Yeah, I've heard that it didn't age well. It did, it did not age well. Tough for that to happen. Granted, if they wanted to remake that today, you best believe that'll be the Soul next Calibre. game. Pre-order. Oh. <laughs> Soul Calibur, like four, maybe. Vader and Yoda were in. It's so strange. I'll look that up. Oh, that's weird. Um, yeah, it's the same thing, and I guess it's funny because they're both Bioware games, but like the original Mass Effect, the original Dragon Age, they don't hold up. From a gameplay perspective, at least. Yeah. And it's it's a tough slog if that's what you want to get into. But I will go back to them occasionally just because I love them so very much. Sure. No, that's that's fair. Uh, Marvel the while the Avengers the Marvels of Marvel Avengers teaser trailer well trailer didn't really or game whatever it was oh my god that's ridiculous well, who is he fighting in this that's Soul Calibur Nightmare. Character. It's a uh, Yoda fighting Nightmare in Soul Calibur. 
the the Marvel Avengers. I'm excited for the game. Wasn't excited for what they showed. I didn't think they did a very good job of marketing it. Mm. Uh, that being said, I, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Oh yeah, that looked really good. Oh, the yeah. artwork in that game looks amazing, and I can't before, wait to play before it. Before that, are you worried about the micro transactions, the game and service, all that stuff they're saying is in Marvel's Avengers? Am I paying for the game up front? Yes. Then no, I'm not afraid of it. Why? I just feel like it's not going to be. I just feel like I need. I I'm. I do not spend extra money in those types of games. Yeah, but sometimes you have to. Like, I mean, do you? Yeah, like so. The original Destiny and even Destiny Two, like they came out as some call incomplete games. Like the DLC made them complete. Like, what if this? Is I something guess it like depends that? on how much. Well, I'm not. I'm. I won't be concerned until. I'm con. I'm not concerned when they say DLC and microtransactions. I'm concerned when they say games as a service. That's what concerns me. I'm not overly. Con- they want that game to last for a long time. Sure, but I just calling it a game and service that makes me think at launch I'm not getting a full game. Sure. By the time it's a full game, I'll probably have moved on. Like that. Yeah, that that's, that's that's fair. Uh, I it. There's probably a way to do it right. I don't know that it's necessarily been done. I think the way to right do it is yet. wait until wait a year or until they're done and add everything, then go play it. Yeah, unless you're getting like I mean, this stuff does it does cost a lot of money. It does take a lot of time. So I'm open to the concept as long as I don't if I don't feel while I'm playing it that it's half a game, fine. I'd rather just pay more for a game up front and get a full game. Like I, sixty dollars is cheap. It hasn't price hasn't changed in That's years. That's true. It hasn't. It's kind of gone down. I feel like there were times when I paid for an N sixty four cart that was more than that. Maybe I just I remember paying more for Donkey Kong because it came with the oh expansion pack. <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. Though the the price of games has not inflated with the like actual real world inflation. Right. Um, Especially with the production which is, value. Which is why I think they're moving towards this model because I think they think they're going to trick you into doing it. I think they're afraid that if they move instead of it being sixty dollars, it's seventy dollars. I think they're afraid you're not going to buy it. But if you pay, right. if you pay sixty and then keep play, paying a dollar occasionally and then you've spent one hundred and fifty dollars, like you're going to not notice. Which is true with some people, I guess, but I don't think it's true with the majority of people, and I think that they keep mistaking that that's the case. Um, I don't understand it, like the why this has to be a thing. I, I totally agree with you guys. This whole microtransaction thing makes precisely zero sense. I'm to okay me. with microtransactions if it doesn't affect anything. Like if it's like, oh, let's cosmetics make the character look different. Yeah, yeah cosmetics. Yeah. If you want to do that, totally on board with it. And I was good with the model of like. Having like like expansions and DLCs and expansion packs for like like if you you could buy like like the one time thing for like RPG type games where like you would get like extra like things or whatever not online games because yeah when it becomes pay to play mm-hmm. it makes precisely zero sense to me mm-hmm. yeah that's fair uh so that was that was the Marvel's Avengers game that's from Square yeah Marvel's Crystal. Marvel Ultimate Alliance Crystal Dynamics is the one making it oh so. um. Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. The art there. Did you is, pre-order it yet? I did not pre-order it because I'm gonna just I'm gonna download it. You can pre-order it digitally. You can? Yeah. Oh nice. So how much is it? Sixty. It's, Brian Brian has bought me two thirds of that game. It's <laughs> they, so at the show they announced a DLC plan already. Oh really? Like, three I think there's like three things. I think it was like X Men related, maybe. I didn't pay too much attention to that. And that's twenty bucks. So you can pre order the game. You could buy that, or you could buy it together for no discount. <laughs> oh, 
it's uh, weird. Like, right. like, like they like advertised it as like, oh, get them together, but it's just like sixty plus uh, yeah. twenty. Well, when I see things like that, it's like you can get this for thirty and this for thirty, or both for sixty, and I'm like. Okay. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't care paying. They could really price. blow your mind if they sold it for sixty one. Oh my god! <laughs> like, I don't need the discount, but it's just weird that they market it that way. But yeah, yeah it's twenty bucks for the expansion pass for them. All right. Um, I don't, I don't remember. I think they said exactly what's adding. I just don't remember. I'm, I will be, I will be pre-ordering that. Sticking on the Switch. Have you played the other Luigi Mansion, Luigi's Mansion games? I played the 3DS one. I did not play the GameCube one. I think it was GameCube. I think I had the game. Was, the, was two? Yeah. I, well, I don't remember the 3DS one was a remake of uh, okay. the original or if it was a sequel. I don't know, but it was it was really fun. Okay. You know, the cr- the crazy thing is I had the GameCube one, and I don't think I ever played it for a single second because oh my I, God. I, got intimi- I got intimidated by it, by the, like, like what we were talking about earlier with like, Cyberpunk or Death Stranding or whatever. I think I was intimidated. I never got around to actually playing Mario. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm I'm probably gonna buy that one because I've never played them before. So it seems like something fun, it, it, something different. The one, the one I had on 3ds really really fun. Uh, I never played Final Fantasy VII. I could not give a shit about that game. So Eris died. That's all I know. Spoilers. <laughs> that game came out like almost 20 years ago <laughs> so as i said i've never played final Fantasy yeah. 7 but the reveal of that and how it plays actually looked interesting to me i might get it and try it i don't know that i will they said something about two blu-ray discs worth of content that's a lot well the first <laughs> one was what, a 60 hour game or something like that it was, I don't, it was like four cds i don't know but I get it's a remake. Mm-hmm. From my understanding, the combat is completely different. It wasn't like a real time combat the first time around. It was turn based, no. like traditional, like yeah. Final Fantasy kind of thing. Which, as a kid, I hated that. As an adult, I kind of love turn based. <laughs> so if this was a like a remake, like shot for shot remake, and it was turn based combat, I'd probably be on board. I just don't feel like running. Like they showed yeah. that boss fight with that like metal like crab thing, whatever that. Yeah. That just looks so tedious of like knocking its health down so little for so long and you could see like it wasn't a fluid scene like they cut out like little bits yeah. here like way too too long and i don't have but the they patience. did I, I feel like they said you could play it either way I, unless i misunderstood what they were saying i, I don't know I don't you know. can also just download seven right now couldn't you Did yeah they release like, yeah, it's the, everywhere it's on it's on your phone it's yeah, everywhere anyway. Uh, anyway, I'm kind of I am kind of curious about that. I will see how it's received when it comes out. Um, anything above a seven, and then I might give it a go. I probably won't play it. Uh, <laughs> Battletoads. <laughs> it looks pretty fun. It doesn't. It, <laughs> <laughs> it looks really. It's co-op. It's it's it. The artwork was great again. Now, that that's a remake, right? It's I don't, I not just a sequel. It, it just feels like a new. Yeah, just like a new like game. a reimagining. Yeah, of, yeah. Are they? I haven't read anything about Battletoads yet. Did you ever play the original? Yes. All right, so you know, like, the motorbike thing that was impossible? Yes. Are they going to do that again? Yes. Oh, they are. They showed clips of it. Really? Of the bikes. The, when totally. they do it in, the th- in like, the, the forward perspective. Totally blanked on that. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks pretty crazy. They also showed it with multiple people, people playing at the same time. It seemed like it was out of control. <laughs> I'm excited about that, but I don't, yeah. I don't have any way to play that. It's on PC? Well, it's, uh, isn't it Xbox, right? Yeah. So, 
Yeah. If it's first party Xbox, then you'll you'll get it on PC. You gonna make me a new one? Uh, I will help you make a new one. Yeah, I pay. I really money. enjoy making them. I don't. Uh, then I just don't really do much with it. I don't. I don't play games on PC anymore. What other announcements <laughs> need to be spoken about? Um, one of the things I'm most excited about, if you guys had a chance to look at what I wrote the other day. A game no one asked for, including myself, but now I just can't wait for, is the mobile game that Ubisoft announced. Uh, that, I want to play that! <laughs> any excuse to be Sam Fisher. Yep. Awesome. Love mobile games. What was it called? Wait, what is the game? Strike something? Uh, uh, Tom Clancy something. It, it's so amazing, I can't even remember. But it, lo- it looks like a normal bullshit mobile game, but I, I can't wait. Elite Squad. I think I might have just hit the space bar and that's screwing anything up on your computer. Uh, let's see. We're still recording? We're good. Right. <laughs> Tom Clancy's Elite Squad. E3 Al, did you have a chance game. to see this? No. I didn't see any of this, honestly. <laughs> it, it looks like a cartoony version of all Tom Clancy's characters. So it had, um, I can't think of any names, but like it had Sam Fisher. It had the guy from Wildlands. It had some people from Rainbow Six. Uh, it just, it looks like a bullshit-ass mobile game. See, the funny thing is, is, you say it has all the Tom Clancy characters, and I could rattle off a list of 15 names, but you're not going to know any of the names, and you could give me 15 names, and I'm not going to know any of those names. Because no. I read all the Clancy books, but I haven't played most of the games. <laughs> and there really isn't any carryover between the two. I felt like his books were hard to get into. Yeah. They're, they're, they're very um... detail-oriented. They they sure are. That was like his defining characteristic as like a human being um, was attention to detail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you might be wrong with that. No, it's not. So so here's the thing. I was just, looking up, I was just looking up Galahad and Rainbow Six. So I'm not wrong about it. I don't know that they got the license to it. I imagine that's what's going on here. They revealed oh. a DLC character for Rainbow Six. Mm-hmm. It is... It is Colin Firth with a mustache. Colin Firth doesn't have a mustache in the movie. No. <laughs> but it's Colin yeah, Firth with a mustache in a suit. And the music that played is the music from Kingsman. Is it? It is the mu- it is 100% because before they even showed the character, I was like, I know that music. That's from Kingsman. And then they showed the and character, sure I was like, the mu- I'm all sorts of confused. <laughs> and you're, sh- you're sure it wasn't the music from the King's speech? Yeah. <laughs> right, so wildly different game you, you watch that but reveal. both have Colin Firth yes yeah. you watch that reveal you and I played the beta I play I have a game I play it from time to time still didn't it look shitty like the it graphics it looked shitty but yeah. playing the game it doesn't look shitty when you no. play the game but like it just looked it looked bad, bad. yeah it was a it, it looked it, like it, a PS3 game yep but, almost whatever. made me think maybe it was a joke yeah a joke reveal but that that is a fun game and that gets me really excited about the co-op game they're going to be putting out, which is separate from Siege. I'm pretty sure that there is a clip of us playing the game and me blowing myself up trying to learn the controls. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I still play that game, but I don't play with anyone. I don't play with anyone. That's a multiplayer game. I don't How play do with do anyone. This? I do Terrorist Hunt, Lone Wolf, play by myself, lose every time, but it's fun. I'll play with you. You don't have the game. I'll get the game. I have PS4 now. <laughs> it's probably on. It's always on sale. All right. Terrorist Hunt, all Let's I do play. It. I do not play online multiplayer. Let me ask you this. You can change your name on PSN now. No, I did not change my name. What? I did not change No, my name. you can. Yeah, but I, I'm not I know you're going to be doofus for life <laughs> forever. Uh, 
what is it safe? I know this. There's issues. Can I change it and be safe? I wouldn't. You wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. Not Have you read time. some bad stuff? Yeah, I mean, most games coming out now are supposed to support it, but I whatever. Too dangerous. What do you have? Risky. I don't even remember. It's and Twizzy with three Z's. Whatever. Deal with it. <laughs> Deal with it. All right. Fair enough. Uh, any other E3 topics you want to talk about? Contra's back. Contra's back. Oops. Maybe. What, it well, looks weird. What was that announcement? The new Contra game. I think I missed it. I don't remember what it was called, but it was new Contra Is game. Is that why they released the, the whole... Yeah, so they showed a trailer for the new Contra game, then it was like, oh, by the way, anniversary collection. Oh, right okay. now. But it looks weird. It was like a panda shooting things. <laughs> looks weird. I don't understand. <laughs> but I like Contra, so as weird as it looks, I'll definitely give it a try. I want to play Broforce again. <laughs> we had some good times. We had some good times. Al, have you played Broforce? No. Broforce is is like a it's like it's contra like shooting, but basically you It's just, a rip off of all like eighties and nineties like action stars. Like you are so clearly the Terminator, or so clearly Robocop, or so clearly Blade. But, but their, <laughs> but name their names are completely different. And every time you die, you come back as a new 80s action hero. Yeah, like the, like the main people you were were like the like. It wasn't really the likeness, but it did look like them like Arnold, Sylvester Stallone, um, Chuck Norris. Wait, the names were completely different or were they like punny versions? They, they were of parodies. Oh, no, they were punny. Yeah. Yeah, they were parodies of it. Okay. It was good. It's, it's fun. Be- because but like if like I still if like the Terminator was in like too. the Burninator or something like that, like. yeah, something, something <laughs> stupid like that. Uh, we should totally we should as a as a group we should spin tune stream that game. <laughs> I still have the camera I bought for that one stream we did. That was that was fun. I fell asleep. We had so much White Castle, so, uh, <laughs> so much beer. You had yeah. I mean, two beers for you is a lot. Um, <laughs> any sorry, <laughs> anything else before we move on to our flick? Um. So, EA Wait, we're doing a movie? <laughs> EA, 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 I can't speak now. EA went first, and Star Wars is cool. The rest was all kind of whatever. Uh, Microsoft. Gears looks pretty cool. I So, people were kind of annoyed by the Gears. Well, because it comes out in September, and they didn't show any gameplay. I know, like, but that, that was a really cool... But it went on for a long time. It did. But it looks cool. But, yeah. um, nothing else really from Microsoft really... As far as I'm con- as far as I'm concerned, Gears of War and Halo both ended at three. Okay, I didn't get what you meant at first, but now I do. Mm. Gotcha. Wait, what? <laughs> I thought it was pretty self-explanatory. It is, but yeah, um, it's late and Brian's tired. Yeah. Move on. Um, All right, so that was Microsoft. Then what do we have? Bethesda and Ubisoft. Yeah, Bethesda, Ubisoft, kind of funny, Direct. did one. Nintendo Direct! Nintendo. The, uh... And then, um... Banjo-Kazooie? Oh, yeah, I texted you about that's, that. That's pretty cool. And, uh, actually, the, uh... The reveal was, was cute. The, yeah. Cute's not the right word, but that's what came out of my mouth. <laughs> Wait, are you talking about Banjo? Yeah. Yeah. But the, uh, the cool reveal... I liked, I really liked the Breath of the Wild sequel reveal that they did. I have a problem with that. What was that? It looks like Breath of the Wild. Yes. In the same... Imagine that. What? I said imagine that. <laughs> right, but in the same way that Majora's Mask looked like Ocarina. 
Yeah. And that was a year later. Why is this like, oh, we're making it. Don't, no date. Like, that should be like, and we got it for you this fall. Like, it's it's the same engine. It looks the same. I, there, that game is, it's incredible. Breath of the Wild is an incredible game. I know you have some difficulty with it. Yeah. But, uh. I'm too stupid. I do think that with a sequel, (laughs) the old, it's going to, like, improve upon, it, it does have flaws. The game is not flawless. It has issues. It has some things that could be done better. And I like if they build upon what they've already laid down, that the next game should be a masterpiece. I don't know how they're gonna pull it off. I don't know. It's like it's not gonna have that same fresh feel that Breath of the Wild had, right? Because but that was the first time. We do you see what I'm saying? Like Majora's Mask from Ocarina, like yeah, same, it was, same it engine. Was like it was a year later. Yeah, but it was it was the N64. Like it was. I I don't know. I just feel like it. it it was also very close in gameplay. I, even if this is, it's a lot of world to rework. Was Breath of the Wild two years ago? When did yes. Switch come out? Two, I think it was two years ago. I don't know why 2015's in my head, but that's wrong. Breath of the Wild 2017, March 3rd. Okay. That's, yeah. So, yeah, they. You gotta really, like, think. They started development soon after that. The game should be done. Same engine. You're just writing a new story and animating it. Like, yeah, I'm making it sound like I'm, more trivial than I, mean, I know it is. But I'm more inter- I'm curious though because at the very end of the trailer, you see it almost. It's a kind of like rumbling underneath the castle. It almost looks like the castle is lifting. Are they going to space? Now that they're going to space, I I wonder if they're gonna do like a Diddy dark racing went to space. And I wonder if they're going to do, like, a dark world and it's actually going to be, like, like a direct follow-up. Look, in some of the older games, when you flip from the light world to the dark world, I wonder if they would do something similar to that. In which case, they would rework the land and, like, things would kind of go haywire. So, kind of what you're saying is it should be done. If they're no, I don't that. I don't think it would be. I think they would have a lot. There was there's a, the, the, the thing is, there's a lot of landscape in that game. They're not going to release the same exact map. They have to find an, a clever way to adjust it, and then they have to adjust the entirety of the map. Like that seems pretty crazy if that's what they do. So I, I'm, I'm excited. I and they can take their time because I'm, I've only killed two divine beasts. They can and take I've their got, time because I won't play it anyway. You'll play it. Yeah. You'll play it, but you won't finish it. You'll, you'll give it like five minutes. <laughs> I'll give it the old college. It's, try. it's gonna be in your game collection. Is what I'm getting at. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, so you you guys play games ex- like entirely the opposite way from I do. Like if I'm gonna get a game, I want to be sure that I want to play the game. I don't start a lot of different games, but then I play through it and experience yeah. every bit of it that I can. Yeah, that's, that's... yeah. I, I I try to do that now. Like like the, I just beat American Fugitive for that review and got my money's worth. Nice. Yeah, I played a little bit of that before, and I, I'm glad I didn't buy it. Yeah, I made him try it, because it's so satisfying running over fences. It is very fun to drive through fences. I don't know why. <laughs> so, there, there's long stretches of fence, and you just drive through it, and the controller rumbles, like, not the entire time. Like, each new link of the fence you break, it rumbles again. It's just, it feels <laughs> so good. I can't explain. I... Brian, where was this controller? What? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> any other releases? Any other information that we need to discuss? No, no, I don't want to hear about releases after the conversation <laughs> with the controller. Any other E3 news before we get into our flick? You know that there is nothing on my. Yeah, I know. I know you. Um, 
I don't think so. I think we touched on the cool things. All right. Well, that's it. That's E3 2019. Now, our flick of the week. Aladdin, a kind-hearted street urchin, and a power-hungry grand vizier vie for the magic lamp that has the power to make their deepest wishes come true. Everybody knows what Aladdin's about. <laughs> so the funny thing is, I'm, I, was, I have the IMDb page open while you're reading it, so I'm looking at the exact same block of text you were reading from. Uh-huh. And in my mind, I was waiting for you to stumble because I 100% would have stumbled at Grand Vizier Vi. At the end yeah. of that line. Yeah, the only thing that saved me is that Vi is on the next line. It, oh, see, it, on mine, it's on the same line. If it was on the, and that's what the line ends with Vi, so it's Grand Vizier Vi. <laughs> sound like V. Yeah, yes! <laughs> oh my god. Uh, initial reactions. How did you guys feel about Aladdin? Oh, I thought you were going to say, how did I feel about the synopsis? <laughs> well, start with that. How do you feel about the synopsis? Um... I mean, there we've we've previewed better ones. Fair. We've previewed better synopsises than this one, but we've also done worse too. Yeah. <laughs> we have like good time. I don't remember what good time was, but I feel like it was wholly unsatisfying. It's probably as misleading as the title. Exactly. <laughs> um, as far as how the movie made me feel, um, it didn't quite recapture the spark of the original, which was so very important to my childhood. Sure. But it was pretty damn good, and my chief concern with the movie was also probably Brian's non-Will Smith division. Hmm. I, I didn't catch that last part of what you meant, but yeah, I will agree with you. Same thing. This Basically, the gist of it for me is the movie was better than I expected it to be. Oh, yeah. uh, the Aladdin animated film is probably it's one classic. of, if not my favorite, oh. animated Disney movies. Yeah. And, it, it was my favorite as well. And then seeing, obviously when this came out, I was excited because it's like, oh, Aladdin. But then I was also like, this can't uh, be that good. And mostly it's because of, it is because of the lack of Robin Williams. Like he does make that movie. Yeah. So I, I knew I knew going in, like, Will Smith's going to have some big shoes to fill. Uh, and I'm curious yeah, how I'll, it would play out. I'll talk a little about Will Smith too when I get there. But yep. I mean, all right, so I guess seeing the trailers... I didn't think Aladdin looked good. I didn't think Jasmine looked good. And I wasn't excited about Will Smith. So yeah, pause I, on that for one second because I'm going to agree with you on two two of those things. I actually didn't think they... I originally didn't think they casted Jasmine very well. That turns around. Ends up being... Well, I still don't think she... I don't look at her and think Jasmine, but no. like her, she played the part. She was though. incredible. Yes. He, I actually thought, looked like Aladdin. So the, the first image when you see him picking up the lamp... Like in the trailer, yeah. I was like, "This don't look at all like Aladdin." But then I don't know what changed my brain, but I just I see the. It's the smile. He does the Aladdin smile, <laughs> crooked. It's old... the ve- it's the very toothy. Yeah, yeah. Ass. He he was my favorite character by far. I thought he was amazing. Yeah, the protagonist really really got you. No, <laughs> 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 well, you can say it's okay. <laughs> Go on, continue. <laughs> I'm done. So overall, generally, the movie we all pretty much felt better than we expected. Is that? Yeah, yeah. It wasn't as good as I would have hoped, but it was better than I feared. Well, it was better than I hoped because I just I thought I was going to be like, "This is a piece of trash." So, a couple of things. Diving right into it. Yeah. Movies kicking off. uh, Things that I noticed early on. It feels like it took the actors a little bit of time to get comfortable. 
into the roles early on in the movie. Which so, is weird because movies aren't shot in I order. Know, right, which is very <laughs> strange. But then that made me wonder, it almost felt like they were taking the first shot. Like they were just like, whatever they shot first, they just used in in some of those early scenes. Unless there were rewrites and reshoots and they just did it once and took it. Like, I don't know, there was something about it that seemed a little bit off and almost as if they were like, almost as if they had a teleprompter. Like it felt hmm. like they were reading directly off the script for the first maybe 20, 30 minutes of the movie. Well, I, what I wondered was, it's been a long time and this one was beloved, but it's, I feel like it doesn't get talked about in the same way as somebody like, oh, Lion King, or oh, you know, pick mm-hmm. like your... Lion King's another one I, I'm worried about. I feel like, it, for some reason, it kind of got like like left behind a little bit yeah. from like when it was like at its peak. Like that it was very much of its time. So I wonder if it was one of those things where it was even more a little bit like they, they made sure to dot all their I's and cross all their T's to get the audience back in step with what's going on here Mm. yeah i I was recently so like i wasn't big on will smith and i was recently at something embarrassing um it was it was (laughs) donald duck's birthday and if you were one of the first like hundred people at the disney store you got a key that looked like donald duck clothes so i was at the mall like an hour before it opened (laughs) (laughs) i Keep going. <laughs> um, so at the mall. See, you started you started this story before I could make the Rachel Ray joke, um, but now continue, please. <laughs> so I'm at the mall, like an hour before uh, it opens, and for your Donald Duck key. Yeah, there's a line of people. Now the best part was <laughs> was Kristen. It was her idea, but. We woke up too late for her to get ready in time, so I went by myself. Amazing. <laughs> so she wasn't even there. Fantastic. And, and there were a bunch of, like... That is what we call a power move. That was completely premeditated. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> there were a bunch of, like, YouTubers there on the line that are, like, holding their phones up, saying where their channel is. Like, I don't care. And finally, get it, get in. I'm online, and these people are talking about Aladdin, and this guy's like... Yeah, you know, Will Smith stole the show, and I, it took all. I hate talking to people. It took all my might not just to turn around and like, be like no, like, <laughs> but I just I, I kept my bitch face on because I didn't want people talking to me because you know I love Disney. We're Disney Vacation Club members. Like I, I could talk about Disney with anyone. I just don't want to. Fair. And God, like people, everyone in this line seemed to love Will Smith. So really? I don't know if there's something I'm missing, but. There is something you're missing, yes. Um, I, what I'll say is, I don't. <laughs> I would disagree with him having stole the show. Yeah. Because that, I don't think that's true. But he absolutely stole some scenes. Yes. Oh, the scene um, after the Prince Ali song, when with he, the jelly, with the jam, the yes. the jelly yeah. and jam, Move away yeah. from the jam. That was good. He absolutely stole that scene. You know, he, you know what it was? He stole the scenes that he was in where he wasn't full-on genie mode. Yes, when he yes. was just funny Will Smith, yeah. he stole those scenes. But I feel like he tried to do that for the genie scenes, too, and it just didn't work. Well, I, well, the problem is you're always going to be comparison, absolutely. comparing absolutely to Will Smith, uh, to, to Robin Williams. You're always going to absolutely. do it. I, no matter how hard you try to, you're going to do so it. It wasn't so much as comparing him to Robin Williams. I was comparing him to the Fresh Prince, and his delivery was the same. Because Kristen likes Will Smith, so I've been watching a lot of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. I'm like, the way he delivers his jokes is the same yeah. way he was talking as the genie. 
It, it just that was what was distracting. It wasn't even the Robin Williams thing. It was just his delivery on his lines. That's but fair. see, the thing is, for me, when I think Will Smith, I think Men in Black or I think Hitch. So it's just Will that's Smith. That's an like, odd I, second movie to put there. Like, most <laughs> people would put Bad Boys or <laughs> Hitch. Well, I've seen Hitch a million times. I mean, I've seen it too. I like this, I love Kevin this, James. You the do, thing is, you do love Kevin James. Yeah, I do. <laughs> the thing is, if you've watched Hitch, there is a lot of Hitch in this movie, mm. or at least in that role. I feel like that's Will Smith. Like that's him just yeah. playing himself. Well, that's the bigger point that I'm trying to make. Is you whatever whatever you think of Will Smith, you make it Independence Day. Whatever version of Will Smith yeah, like, that you want to make, your second choice. Why was Hitch the second choice? <laughs> I've seen all three of those movies a million times. I was only going with two examples. So I mean, there were worse movies. Like on. you could have picked, like After Earth or I Am Legend. Like <laughs> there are worse ones you could have picked, but no, nah, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like I Am Legend to me. I'm sorry. The so the, <laughs> the, the scenes where he's like, again scenes where he's not full on genie. I he did, I do think he did very well. Hmm. But what's what took away from the experience? The genie, Robin Williams genie. I don't understand. I, I was thinking about it after the fact. I don't understand how they did that in the cartoon because it really feels a lot of the time like it's just him riffing on the potential situation, and then they make it work in the animation because it's it just been. it's just him like it's Robin Williams' crazy mind mm-hmm. just moving at like a thousand miles a minute. So like I I mean that is Robin Williams, right? right? Like, so but, th- but then. Will, Will Smith, unless he wanted to go full on goofy, he was never going to reach that. And when they're doing the grand scenes, you are that you are full, whether you want to or not, you are expecting the Robin Williams delivery. And I was pretty happy he didn't do that. I, well, I don't think that he could have pulled it off. That being said, I'm just glad he didn't try. There are two ca- there are two actors that I think could have filled this okay, role I'm ready, I'm perfectly. Ready. The first, I think that Jason Menzukis. Who is that? <laughs> There's, first of all, no. Oh, no. yes. Okay. Hell no, Jason Mansukas cannot be the fucking genie. Yes, he could. He absolutely could. <laughs> no. He would be fantastic as it. No, you know what he should have been is he should have been Iago. No, I'm, I'm telling you. They didn't he, even give the, the bird a voice in this. Wasn't it? I mean, it's. Al, wasn't it Alan Tudor? Barely. Was it Alan Tudor? I think, I think it was. Uh, I just know Gilbert Gottfried was make, mad that they didn't let him do but it. But anyway, I, I think Manzoukas could have pulled it off because, specifically because of the way that he is funny and quick and just like riffing on the situation. I think that he could have pulled off that really goofy. Mm-hmm. The other person that I think would have been absolutely perfect for it is Terry Crews. I think that he would have crushed it as the genie. Well, the problem is, like we've just say, pick your movie, whether it be Hitch, Independence Day, I Am Legend, Stop After Earth, Hitch. whatever version of Will Smith you want to. <laughs> He's got a specific cadence, and Robin Williams has a specific cadence, yeah. and the two of them do not overlap. No, no. not even a little bit. <laughs> and I don't think Jason Mantoukas' cadence overlaps either, though. Like, no, but it he was... Can, he can do the Robin Williams cadence for one line. He can't sustain it for 90 seconds. Oh, he could. I think he could. Uh, that's never been him. He, he speaks in clipped sentences. He's, he's an improv genius, though. I think he could... I, I totally agree, but he's never strung his stuff together. This the would have been the opportunity to do that. I think it would have been fun. Uh, I think for those grand genie scenes, I think he would have been a better pick. That being said, I wouldn't want to replace Will Smith in those more human scenes that he had. I don't want to replace Will Smith in any scenes. Now, I don't like Will Smith there, but I feel like it could have been worse. 
It could have been worse. The music should have been better with him. Yeah, like I, he is a musician, and not every song lended to that. Like no. they could have did more. Although I got very agitated at the opening scene when they're on the boat and he's talking with the kids, and like, oh, sing it. It's better to sing. No, no, I'm not gonna sing. Too tired. Sing. Like it was just weird. It was. It was just a dad being silly. Yeah, I was gonna say that was just like kooky dad stuff. Hey, uh, nobody should really care too much about spoilers, so we're just going to... I mean, it came out in the 90s. We're not, well, I mean for this movie. We're not going to worry it's too much about movie. it. Uh, no, well, it's not, not because the, the, scene, the genie stuff, the genie storyline, him and... Um, the Handmaid? Well, the ha- Dahlia, Nassim Pedrad. Nassim Pedrad from New Who, Girl. she's fantastic. I think she's hilarious. Yeah. I When, she when is, she's, she's on funny. screen, I just want to laugh. Yeah. And the two of them and their their romantic chemistry worked really well. Yeah. And right. tying it... So in the original movie, the genie plays the voice of the salesman mm-hmm. opening the story and then telling you this this tale. The way that they did that here with him on the boat telling the tale and then it tying back in to being them and his wife and Dahlia being his wife. That, that was really... That was adorable. I, I really enjoyed that. And I liked the, the Arabian Nights song. I thought that was done mm-hmm. pretty well. Um, I did not like you. Ain't never had a friend like yeah. me. Yeah, it, it just—I I thought it was fine. It, it just—it wasn't. It didn't really land for me. It—it it didn't seem very natural in a lot of parts. I, the I beatboxing like the was obnoxious. I—I <laughs> eh, I actually kind of liked how they did it. If they were gonna, if you can't reproduce what Robert Robin Williams doing, do something a little bit different. They did something a little bit different. I liked it well enough. Let's talk about one character. That was spot on identical to their character in the cartoon. Can you tell me which character that is? No, the carpet. The carpet was one hundred percent the exact same character, and maybe even better. The carpet was good. The carpet was fantastic. Uh, when he ripped, I, that, I yeah, I, I, I there was an audible gasp in the in the theater when he ripped. Everybody went. <gasps> <laughs> it was. It was. Did that happen in the cartoon? I don't remember. I think so. I think he got unraveled. Oh, was that it? That might be right. But uh, going back to the characters for a second, though, and the actors and actresses who played them. Uh, initially, seeing the trailer, I was I was on board with Aladdin. You said you weren't at first. Correct. I was on I was on board with Aladdin. I wasn't on board with Jasmine. By the end of it, after seeing the movie, I thought Jasmine was the best character for me. I, I she was fantastic and. The songs, her sing, everything was amazing. He, well, I don't know if she was the best character, but it was the best performance. And uh, was it just me, or did the speechless song at the end really sound like "Let It Go" at some points? So the speechless song is from Pesek and Paul, who do the music for La La Land, The Greatest Showman, and my favorite Broadway show, Dear Evan Hansen. So new song the by them, you know it's gonna be good. And her, it's just like it's just super powerful. And uh, that was that song was was absolutely unreal, and that that's what uh, that's what sealed it for me that she was the best. Yeah, I didn't realize that she was like that sort of singer. Her voice is fucking amazing. yeah, I yeah, she sings really well. Out of uh, the only thing I ever saw her in was the Pink Ranger in the rebooted. Uh... I didn't see that. Was that any good? Yeah, I, I didn't see it. I liked it. I, it wasn't good, but I liked it. Okay, <laughs> I'd watch that. Uh, I I had meant to get around to it because I was a big Power Rangers fan. It's not good, but I like it. (laughs) I mean, there's nothing wrong with that if you can identify like, oh, this thing is bad, but I enjoy it. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. 
Like zombie. We should watch the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie. Like the TV movie? No, the movie. Well, it no, was no, in no. theaters. No, no, the theatrical one. Yeah. Uh oh, we're in trouble. <laughs> it's kind of long, and it's <laughs> with when I, I when I was <laughs> when when I was a little kid, I watched that movie entirely too many times. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. We. I think we've watched it together. That was one. You know what movie that that this might be the last movie that I bought that was in the bubble box VHS. <laughs> oh <laughs> great. <laughs> How can we take up more room? <laughs> Brilliant! <laughs> you gotta really secure the VHS, though. We don't even have to ship it in bubble wrap. It comes with its own. <laughs> oh my god, so ridiculous. Uh, so we're, we're spoiling the movie? We're spoiling the movie. Jasmine Aladdin on board. Worst casting of the movie, Jafar. Yeah, bad. It's not, it's not even a question. Horrible. But when he went full-blown evil at the end, like he was good. He was fine. He was, I was going to say, he was okay. Oh, yeah, he was bad. (laughs) Yeah, that was, that was, you know what it was? The thing that I couldn't get over, and again, I'm getting hung up on the original movie, he, he just just wasn't old enough. (laughs) Like, I want, he wanted him to be old and creepy and wise and like, I don't know, it just. Well, the thing, the thing he has to be, whatever age he is, is he has to be some sort of intimidating. He was. Yeah. He wasn't physically intimidating. His voice wasn't intimidating. Like, like that's if they had found so. Like it just he just was poorly cast. Because yeah, when he's unraveling at the end, he did a good job at that point. Mm-hmm. He did. He played mad really well, but he didn't play scary to the other two thirds of the movie. Yeah. No, I, I, and, I liked the idea of what they want, like conceptually what they wanted to do, making him like sure. parallel Aladdin. He was a thief, yes. but he became this other person. Although, if you're going to do that, then do it. Yeah, right, I right. Feel like, I feel like they, like, tiptoed around it for two seconds and then, like, ran away yeah, from that, it. Like, that's like, no, no, no. totally Like, fair. there's something there. Keep mining that gold. But either way, whether you're going all in on that story or not, they just, I, he just wasn't a fit for the menace that Jafar, yeah, and the charm, because it's the whole point of it, right? It's just, like, the, the double, like, he, he has, he has successfully charmed the Sultan, but when he tries to turn his charm on more discerning people, they're either creeped out or scared by him. Uh, and I didn't see the creepiness or the scariness. I remember when the casting first came out, like the picture of Jafar was like, like of the actual actor was like a shirtless thing. And like women all over the internet were like, no, oh, now I'm rooting for Jafar. And like from that, like started the casting, like this is just going to be dumb. <laughs> I mean, I mean like he's a good looking guy, but that doesn't really play into it. Like, like he didn't have the charm to match the looks. If they wanted to go that route, where it's like Jafar as like a sex symbol type of thing, where he seduces his way into power or whatever, fine. But they didn't even do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Sultan wasn't nearly fat enough. No, that wasn't fat at all. <laughs> that, that actually he was a me. short round thing in the cartoon. Speaking no, of which, no, but you know what? Go on. I was gonna say the the thing is. I actually, I liked what they did with this because the cartoon version of the Sultan would never, ever work in this in this version of the movie. You can't do that, like, weird... You can't cast buffoon. Danny DeVito? Well, no. But <laughs> you can't do that weird buffoon, childish, childlike thing because it immediately breaks the illusion of That's, what's going on that is with fair. this movie. That's fair. So I actually really liked the direction they took him in this. And Naveen Nagaman is a really good actor. 
I'm glad that they finally let him play something that isn't just a terrorist. Although he does that pretty well too. No, he he like, I, most famous for being on Homeland, but um, I'm mostly he's, he's, joking. I, like the, uh, yeah. like the, it, I it, because especially when they unroll the scroll and they show original artwork in the scroll, and it's original mm-hmm. genie and Fat Sultan and I was like, oh man, I miss that guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Th- this movie got me even more worried about Lion King. Really, it's, it's not a Lion King. I guess it's not a live action. It's no Lion CG. King's gonna be fantastic. Though. It's a CG movie, but first of all, those are all real lions. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, Abu was creepy as shit, and that's gonna be what all the freaking animals and lions. Did, in Lion did King you are. see Jungle Book? No, it creeped me out. Like, it's just weird looking. Jungle Book was amazing. Not the one from when we were kids. <laughs> right, and, and traumatized you have, to, us. you have to stop bringing it up because I'm gonna keep bringing it up. You're talking the about quicksand. The, the one they made where with the little kid, like the real kid, the one with the quicksand. But. Yes! Yes! <laughs> Not the one that the other guy put out whose name I, I can't think of names tonight. I think it was called Ka, though. Oh, uh, the Netflix one? I don't know. The guy that was in Black Panther. Oh, that's right. There was two Jungle Book movies in quick succession. There were. There were. What is Not, his name? Very quick succession. What is his With him who, who from Black Panther? Uh, the, the, the first bad guy. The first Mbaku? <laughs> he wasn't really a bad guy. He was just it's Paul Paul Black Panther. Okay, I'll tell you who it is, because he's got a, game, a company that does CG for games too. So I should know his name offhand. And as soon as I see it, nope. nope. Let's see. So oh, silence. Is Andy Circus. Oh. Oh. And, and Andy Circus. That is. This. I I don't know what why okay. Why what? <laughs> <laughs> Completely forgot about that. That was the one that was on Netflix, wasn't it? I think so. And it looked horrible. I didn't see that one, and I didn't see the other one, because I just... I don't know, real-life looking animals speaking... Listen, you need to see... Nope. You need to see The Jungle Book. The 1994 No. We're leaving that one alone. What's so creepy about that one? No, no, he has to watch it. He has to watch it. I've seen the 1994 one. Are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? If if you've seen it and you don't cringe when it comes up, then you have. Are we talking seen. about the snake scene? No, we're talking about the quicksand scene. The quicksand scene. This this live action. If you if you had a problem with this live action one, sure, that's fine. This one. Me and this one. I'm, I'm scrolling shared, through pictures for Brian. Me and Anthony have shared PTSD from that fucking movie that he didn't realize that he was repressing yeah. until I mentioned Still it. Still afraid of quicksand months today. Ago. Quicksand's not a problem. Uh, you, I, I know. I thought it was going to be You bite your tongue. Much more you bite your tongue. Quicksand's not a problem. There's no quicksand in the world. Shush. Shush. Shut your face. You should shut your mouth when I'm talking to you. Um, <laughs> Did you ever see the John Mulaney skit when he talks about quicksand? Yes. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it's in so part. Much. It's in part inspired by that fucking movie, Brian. You need to see it. You need to see it. Uh, going back, some of the music bothered me. And here's why. They they did a lot of... Uh, the, the scenes that the movie did that were original or like fresh takes were actually the better scenes of the movie. When they did new things, they did them well. When they delivered some of the scenes right out of the cartoon, especially some of the songs, they did this weird thing where they tried to make it a little bit different, but they didn't want to go full and then change it up completely. And they 
they messed with like the tempo and pacing of the delivery of the lines of the songs that I expected them to be delivered because they started it off right and then they would change it up on me and it's just like it was a little bit jarring. But it's like when you see a, any version of like a cover like where they do that sort of thing. No, because generally you keep the at least you keep a consistent tempo or beat. They almost delivered some of the some of the lines of the music like like Def Jam poetry. Like it was just like and then pause and then put and it was just it was too well, again that comes down to the cadence of Will Smith. I yeah, well that was some of it, but it was some of the songs that Aladdin sings that were Yeah, one jump was a little weird. Yeah. The that slow motion a, stuff was a little weird. But it's weird because that song was always like kind of like Lou Reed well, like spoken well, word. Well, let me give you an example though. They were the he goes Riff Raff Street Raff I don't buy that. That's that's how that song goes. Mm-hmm. But he goes Riff Raff Street Raff I don't buy that. Like he like it changing that up was was jarring for me because they are songs that I remember so well. And the delivery yeah, so weird, well. That's a weird nitpick. I don't know. Ah, if you have a, it, like, a musical ear at all, I think it would bother you. I don't have a, any musical I mean, I, I immediately picked up that they did it differently. You're right. It just didn't bother me because it's not the same movie. Yeah. The slow know. motion is what bothered me. Hmm, I can't think of off the head. They did one slow motion when he threw him at the tower. No, there was some slow motion during the one jump, wasn't there? I don't think so. There might have been. I could be thinking. I could be misremembering. See that that scene was it was fun to watch. Oh, when they it. were running and when they were running and jumping off the two of them together, running and jumping off the thing, they did like a no like before that. Like, time, I feel like, like when they were in to... in town, like some of them went slow. I no, I don't. I don't think so. I could totally be screwing up the memory of it. Yeah. Listen, we're talking about we're talking our way around all these songs. The hands down the best song from this one and the original, and I don't want to hear any argument. Prince about Ali. It. Prince Ali yeah. has always been the MVP of this, even though everyone always talks about a friend like me and everyone talks about a whole new world. Prince Ali has always been the best goddamn song, and I don't want to hear any argument. That I, it was done really well in this movie. Prince Ali may have been the best song, but Prince Anders was the best prince. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, we can get to that in a minute, though. I'm sticking with Prince Ali. That's fair. That's fair. Follow up with um, the jam scene. Yeah, the I jam scene the whole... was my favorite. Yes, yeah. jams! <laughs> Um, I, I liked how they did, because the, the one thing I'll, I'll say is, you're right, it's always going to pale in comparison, recreating, like, the manic energy of a lot of this stuff, because you literally can't portray it on screen in a live-action movie mm-hmm. the same way that you would an animated movie. You, it's just not possible to do yeah, it, right? absolutely. No, for, for sure. No. So I think that's the, the only thing that really holds back something like from, like, me... But a whole... No, sorry, not a whole in the world. Uh, Prince Ali doesn't get held back by that because it was grounded a little bit more. Even though it's over the top and ridiculous, I it, it is a more grounded thing. Mm-hmm. I really liked, even though the way they kind of like mixed it up and like redid it for this slightly, it still stays true to the spirit of what they did in the original one. Um, and it's just like a fun song. And I love how they turn it into the whole thing where he says, We're not going... Until I see you do it. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell are they talking about? And you see his hand shaking. And I was like, and then he finally starts tapping along with yep. it. I love that. Yeah. That was, that was good. The, uh, you know what I love about the genie and his outfit? What? I love the, the commitment to the, to the bun on the top of the head. 
and the fact that they need to he needs the head wrap to be so large and ridiculous to cover it because of all of yes. the changes that he makes he will not change the hair yep. it's his little cherry on top it's <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous Brian, you have a so I I only had a couple of Easter eggs listed here, and one of them was the uh, the scroll that I mentioned earlier when they unraveled the scroll and it's the original animation. Mm-hmm. Brian pointed one out for us before we saw the movie, which I appreciate that you did. I think I would have seen it because I I did spot it right away, but I'm it's it's definitely worth if you haven't seen the movie, you should look out for this one. Go ahead. Uh, right after they get out of the cave, they're in the desert, just kind of chilling and talking, and carpet just in the background throwing sand around, and then you eventually see that he's created the castle. Uh, from like the Disney logo before the movie and then throws from the Magic shooting Kingdom. star over it. So good. That was a great little, that, that was a great little Easter egg. Yeah. Were there others that you noticed? There weren't a ton. That was from the only one I, I really recall. noticed. Yeah. But I haven't really had a time to really. Sure, it's not like you really were rewatching it. Yeah. But uh, no, that was, that, that was, that was adorable. That yeah, was good. really cool. And uh, the Cave of Wonders, I thought, I thought they, the art style of that was pretty sweet as well. Yeah. Then wasn't a fan? That's all right. Uh, what else? What else you guys got? I that's pretty I, much I will all my say notes, though, so. if we're gonna talk about the Cave of Wonders thing, though, that was one change that I didn't really love. That it was, and I guess it was playing to the heart of. I guess I would have liked it better if they actually fully chased that thread of Jafar mentioning the parallel between the two of them, but changing the idea of where like he was like the beggar that broke him out of the prison. And then, like, betrays him, and he doesn't really, quote-unquote, know who Jafar is. Right. Instead, they choose to go down this path of, oh, you're just like me, and I can understand your motivation, this and that. But the whole payoff to that whole thing is just the sequence in which he steals the genie lamp. If they had gone and, like, deepened that story a little bit more, then I would have been cool with the change. But I always kind of liked that bait-and-switch thing that they did. I'm with you. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I, I, <laughs> did it bother anyone else that he never actually wished to be a genie there was just a lot of gray area in that wish well I would be bothered of it with it if it wasn't a callback to the line from earlier in the movie I guess yeah, yeah. that's right um, he should have said it though there was no reason to hold that back yeah yeah prob- that's probably true yeah. it bothered me a little bit but again, I feel like that's kind of just a, like a nitpick. I mean, yes. it is, you're, you're right, it is an inconsistency. You're absolutely right. It just ultimately kind of rolls off yeah, my it back. It didn't really matter. Like it doesn't bother me. Like, yeah. Um, one thing I, I will say that I liked for, if you're going to do this version of this thing and you want to do something that's going to be, that you're going to actually like pay attention to, like something that makes this like genuinely unique to the whole situation is, I like that they leaned into the like, the whole parkour thing with Aladdin. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I like that that was, like, a thing where it was, like... And it was, like, a recurring yeah, thing throughout the course of the movie. Like, that makes Aladdin, like, actually matter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, um, it, like, it, it, like it, it kind of justified, like, even, bo- like, bothering to do this. Like, otherwise, just, like, I don't know, re-release and, like, HDFI, like, the... Uh, the original like uh, yeah. <laughs> animated version of it um going with that whole thing added like a new flair for it it was like visually really well done um and also it 
paralleled well with adding the whole dance sequence thing to it. The dancing was Aladdin awesome is, in this in yeah. this movie. That was fun, and that was a that was a cool addition doing that whole dance thing, and the whole thing. Oh man, was the backflip too much? <laughs> <laughs> and then she finally said, "It was the back. It was the back." <laughs> like, I thought in the you have know, our friend like me song like when he was controlling like a puppet that dance was cool. Then when they were dancing that together was cool, at the yes. end, that was cool. Mm-hmm. The dance scene you were just describing was really cool. Like all Prince Ali dance stuff was cool. Like the dancing in this movie was really good. Yep. And and again to just hammer home the whole Hitch parallel, the end sequence is just <laughs> Aladdin's version of Hitch. It's the exact same fucking scene. <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking. You're breaking Brian. He doesn't want to admit it, but he knows you're. Right. <laughs> he knows I'm right, and he also knows that sec- secretly he loves that movie, and he's going to oh, go... I like that movie. He's not claiming that he dislikes it. No, oh, I like it. No, but there was a weird amount of judgment for me bringing it up. Because... <laughs> because if I because say, the parallels are there in this movie. It was a weird judgment, because if I go like, hey, can you name like three Will Smith movies? Wild Wild West. Alright. <laughs> I accept that before Hitch. Bad And boys. again, that the, the, cadence, the cadence is there. No, but the thing is, like... Like, Genie is playing matchmaker for him, just like Hitch did. You know what I mean? Like, there are a lot of Hitch parallels. Hitch didn't Why play I matchmaker. I mean, he didn't set him up with him. Well, in both cases, they came to him. He's still playing matchmaker. I'll allow it. <laughs> because I'm right. <laughs> Thank you for allowing me to be correct, which I am factually. All right. Any closing thoughts? See the movie. Uh, it's it's worth your time. Yeah, I'm gl- I'm glad that they were judicious in how they like meted out like new material in addition to. What we- I the speechless edition was good. The other little bits that they had, the, the dance sequence and the whole like the cocktail party after he's first in, after the jam scene, right mm-hmm. where he's now has to ingratiate himself properly. That was all mostly new. I liked yeah. those Ooh, additions. Yam jams. I they fitted well. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the new the new scenes were what did it for me actually. The, those were yeah, the, 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 the SNL parts. girl was really a welcome addition. Prince Anders. The who? The, the oh. handmaid, the girl from SNL. I can't think of her name. She's in SNL. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, I don't. Nice. I don't remember her. Uh, I don't remember her being in SNL. Could yeah. Totally be wrong about that. <laughs> it's definitely not a new girl. That's what yeah. I remember her from as new girl. Uh, Allie. But anyway. Uh, that's all for this week's episode of Flicks in the Six. We hope you enjoyed it. As always, if you have a movie for us to discuss or nuggets for us to chat about, you can send those requests to Flicks in the Six at SpinTune.com or tweet us at the SpinTune with the hashtag FLI6. Tune in next week for more movie and beer goodness. Until then, I'm Anthony Costanzo. And I'm Al Bielsi. And I'm Brian Rooney. Thanks for coming out. <laughs>